What's up, everybody? Welcome back to the BTR podcast. Before we get started, please like, comment, and subscribe, and also help us get to 200 subscribers as fast as you can. We're officially off 173. Yeah, that number. I hated that number, man. It's probably the worst number. We're at ever. 175 now, so we got two more. So thank you to whoever those two people were. Um, that being said, Saturday's the 30th at the end of the month. Let's see if you get us 25 in a couple of days here. But Hopefully, yeah. If not, just try to get us to 200 as soon as possible. Please support us. More content will be provided and we'll go up bigger and be- better things the more support we get. Um, as always, make sure you guys follow our Instagram or TikTok or Twitter, um, everything, uh, because uh, we post almost daily content every day. You want to check out our NFL Power Rankings? We post it there. You guys can comment stuff on that. And no to the guy who said the Cowboys should be over the Bills. You're wrong. All right? Um, you can't lose to the Cardinals and want to be in the top five. Exactly. But yeah, no, make sure you guys follow all that. Um, subscribe to the YouTube for YouTube Shorts. And uh, audio platforms, uh, if you guys prefer to listen to the podcast while you're driving to work um, or you're listening to it at work or school, wherever you are, uh, download it to whatever wherever you guys listen to it and make sure you guys hit that uh, rate the rate the podcast five stars again to help support us and download it as well. But before we get started, we dropped a special pod uh, yesterday featuring a special guest analyst from Canada Soccer, performance analyst himself, right? Performance analyst. He's a performance analyst on the Canadian Canada Soccer national team. Peter Galindo. Yeah, he, uh, he is currently just an analyst, a journalist for One Soccer, Canada Soccer um, co-host of the Northern Football Podcast with Ben Steiner and Alexander Gonje Ruzic. Um, you've heard us allude to him a lot during the, especially during the Canada soccer period. Yeah, uh, yeah. The good and the bad, mainly the bad ever since we started. He was the guy that was supposed to be our first guest when I was, when we mentioned that we were supposed to get the guest on. Yeah. It yeah. was Peter um, due to obviously busy schedules. We weren't able to until now. So make sure you guys go check that out. Um, everything how- soccer, all things soccer, obviously heavy Canada soccer focus, talked about the situation. And then we also, you know, talked about the players and coaching and recent performances. The U-17 U-17 World Cup. U-17 and also... Shout out Jeevan. Yeah, and And also uh, uh, the European. You know, we talked about Man United. You want to know who he thinks is going to win the Ballon d'Or? Go check that out. Yeah. All right? Um, Yeah, it's a long pod, but it was a fun pod. He enjoyed it as well, and I talked to him. And we're probably looking to bring him on, on, you know, recurring. Not like every week or every, like maybe once every other month. Depending on if there's also big news, but make sure you guys check that out. Such a cool guy. And while you're at it, check out the Alex Adams podcast as well uh, to talk Canada basketball where we uh, we did that as well. So, yeah, um, check that out. But without a further ado, let's get right into it, man. We're finally not starting with the NFL. The Milwaukee Bucks have sent a message to the entire NBA. And that message is... And to Giannis Antetokounmpo as well. Yeah, and that message is... Welcome to the best duo in the NBA. Damian Lillard is now a buck. <laughs> Man, my title for this was going to be something Taylor Swift related just because it's going to get views. <laughs> try to, try to clickbait Taylor Swift. <laughs> try to clickbait Taylor Swift because it worked for the YouTube short for now on Monday. But obviously, this is also clickbait news because it is literally big news. It is. Um, a- I manifested it, but at the wrong time. Because <laughs> I was going to work and I'm like, I have a feeling Dame's going to trade it today. And I'm like, when Jovan's talking, I want to be like, yo, breaking news. Um, well, it happened during work. It happened so in the morning. It didn't happen. But, but yeah, no, three-team deal involving the Bucks, Portland Trailblazers, and the Phoenix Suns. So 
before we get into the trade, um, what the trade was, uh, Miami, obviously everybody assumed it was going to be Miami, um, and then Toronto somehow became the favorites, the names like Chicago Bulls came up, to the point where people thought those names were, well, even if they were betting favorites, they were supposed to get Miami to budge, Miami clearly did not budge, for whatever reason, we'll get into, we'll talk about all the teams that were involved, the Sun, Heat, Raptors, Blazers, whatever, right, and, uh, Milwaukee, I did say uh, when we first heard the trade request that Milwaukee should be calling, but we're like, okay, what are they going to give up? And I don't know if bro, the Blazers are like giving like a FU sign to um, to Miami. Like, yeah, you ain't getting him no matter what unless you give us this, this, this. Because this kind of, the return was kind of underwhelming. So the trade was... It was okay. Bo- it was better than... It was better than some other returns and like bigger deals as well. Blazers usually get finessed, and I would say they were, didn't get fully finessed. Obviously, they could have gotten a little bit more, but like the core part of the what they received was pretty solid. We'll get we'll get into that, and then I'll explain why I think they got a little bit finessed because the Bucks did receive only Damian Lillard, no nothing added to it. Um, like you sometimes see a salary filler, but it's just Damian Lillard. Um, like Joven said, to probably make the best duo in basketball. Uh, the the Suns were involved in this, and there were rumors that Dame could somehow be a son, which I don't know how. But they ended up being a third team, and they acquired Yusuf Nurkic from the Blazers, so Blazers salary dumping him, with Grayson Allen from the Bucks, Nazir Little, and Keon Johnson um, from the Blazers. Nazir Little obviously bouncing around after having a pretty dra- big draft fall from his draft class and trying to make it work. Uh, the Blazers, so who we'll get into... Um, Right now, as soon as I mention it, they get DeAndre Ayton from the Suns, Drew Holiday from the Bucks, Tumani Kamara, I believe he was a second-round pick last year from the Suns. Yeah. They get an unprotected 2029 first-rounder and two pick swaps unprotected 2028 and 2030. So off the bat, um, if I'm letter grading it on the top of my head, the Bucks obviously receive an A because you get the guy to pair with Giannis and Middleton and Brooke Lopez. The Suns, I think, did well in here. I'll give him like a high B plus. Yeah, I'll give him a B plus. Because I don't know how much an upgrade Nurkic is to I'm, Aiden. I'm giving, but, a, I'm giving a B plus. But because Aiden's um, history with the Suns isn't, hasn't been the greatest, right? Like wanting out. Obviously, Frank Vogel was brand new. Maybe we would have seen an opportunity. Um, there's the... that. That's why I'm giving him a B plus. The Blazers, for me, it's still a C plus trade. It all depends on what happens with the Drew Holiday trade. So... Let's start off with the Blazers off the bat. C before. plus. I was getting, I was leaning towards C. Yeah, C C plus. Like yeah, for me. I was leaning towards so C. So off the bat, I'm underwhelmed with the picks. Like I don't care. Peop- the only thing they got is one pick. People are gonna realize a pick swap. Yes, they have the rights to control the pick. That could just easily mean that, for example, when AD and uh, trade to the Lakers, everybody when the Lakers shot the bed in the beginning of the year, everybody assumed they were gonna get Victor Wembanyama because the Lakers were gonna shit the bed. Who ended up shitting the bed? It was New Orleans. So, same thing here. Like, the Bucks could still be the better team than the Blazers in 2028 and 2030. That's way too far down the line. Yeah. I think they needed more than one pick here. And clearly, the Bucks were out of picks. That's same thing with the Heat. Same thing with, I think, the Lakers, if they wanted to somehow get involved with anything. Um, but one first-round pick unprotected, I, I don't think that's enough. Because you don't know who this... Um, Tumani Kamara is and how he's gonna do and DeAndre Aiden hasn't shown anything crazy that like 
you don't expect like okay, like a Tyler Hero who was DeAndre rumored to be in it. DeAndre Ian is a good player. Right? Yeah, we'll give him that. He is a good player. They got a good player in return. They got Drew Holiday, absolute stud in return. Probably gonna move on from. They said they were which, trying to move on him, from which him. makes sense. Drew Holiday will feel bad because literally yesterday and he said he wants to retire a buck. Yeah, yeah, yeah and then he, he gets that. traded the next day. But yeah, no, DeAndre Ian is an upgrade over Nurkic. I'm giving you that. That is for sure. I think because they were getting off Nurkic anyways, yeah, yeah. whether they got DeAndre Nurkic, Aiden or not. Aiden is a better defender, even though he might not show it sometimes. Yeah, and Aiden, I believe, is a better finisher around the rim than Nurkic, even though Nurkic himself is pretty solid offensively. Nurkic post injury, obviously, it wasn't the same. He was never the same after so, that gruesome leg break. Um, from the yeah, for like I don't okay. So here's the thing: I'm underwhelmed with the return, but I, I like what they're doing. Because now you have the backcourt of Scoot Henderson. It's officially his team. You, yes, it could be DeAndre Aiden's team for the first year, but I ultimately think it's Scoot's team, and everybody knows that. You pair him up with Shade and Sharp. You still have Anthony Simons. So you have three guys, three guards there. However, you want to rotate it, you could do a three-guard lineup, depending on how it goes. Um, I don't know who they're... Uh, they still have Jeremy Grant, so they could try to offload him, but they gave him a max. So that's kind of a tough... That, so this Grant, is where... Remember when we were grading yeah. the signing? Now it looks like a horrible signing. But he could play his value. And he could still play his yeah. value. I mean, Aiden, Aiden and Grant as a frontcourt duo is not the worst. Obviously, it's still, it's still manageable, in my opinion. And then, obviously, that young guard rotation between the three of uh, Simon, Scoot, and... Uh, I'm sure they have a Shaden small Sharp. forward there. Uh, so, yeah, no, they're, they're, looking, they're building a nice little young core now. That, that is something that they have in place now that they could Here's build Here's the thing. Off. This team with Jeremy Grant, DeAndre Aiden, depending how it goes... Um, I'm not saying they're going to be a play on lock, but they're a, they'll be a fun team that I won't be surprised if they somehow finish the 10th. But like very, you know how like the low, um, uh, they're, not, they're, under 500, 10th they, seed. They will be better. They'll than, challenge it for a little, like the Utah Jazz yeah, of last no, year. Yeah, they'll, they'll be better than last year what they were because last year was absolute terrible. And there's no expectations this year. Yeah, that's true. And it doesn't even matter if you're 15 seed, who, like who cares what happens to you guys this season? Like you're not supposed to do anything, especially when you trade your franchise best player of all time. They are the worst team, or the I don't know. Between them and the Rockets, probably the worst team yeah. in the conference. Would you, would you consider Dame the franchise all-time best player? Um, now here's the thing, right? De- recent memory, obviously. Yeah, recent. Me- that, I'm talking about my time, right? Like I don't uh, know our time for sure, because I never really watched Clyde Drexler play. Um, obviously the Jailblazers I heard were fun. The Jailblazers, meaning Scottie Pippen and those guys. Um, after he left the Bulls, were you know, they play the Lakers in the conference finals, I believe. Um, but yeah, I would consider Dame because he was the most loyal. Um, you could only do a certain thing, right? Like I said, this whole situation is different from James Harden's situation where he kept, he's trying to change teams every year. Dame wanted to make it work. They didn't help him out. Now, granted, it's not the organization's fault in terms of signing. Maybe no one, like I said, nobody wanted to go there. But in terms of trades, you have to make better trades to help him out. Yeah, right? true. But yeah, my overall thoughts on Portland side of the trade. Oh, they have Matisse Thybul. He'll probably start. Yeah. Overall thoughts on Portland side of the trade is basically, uh, I don't mind the players you got back. I think I like the little player group you got back in return. But yeah, like I agree with you. Picks could have been like one or two more for sure. Yeah, because that's like, what they were asking from the Heat and the Raptors, yeah. right? So, and they were asking for Scotty or and or OG. And yeah, from the from the Blazers side, like I said, I like what they're doing and as a team. The return over underwhelming. We have to see what happens with Drew Holiday. So the last thing with the Blazers, um, the reason why I'm not confident in what they're going to do with Drew Holiday is because the CJ trade was underwhelming, in my opinion. 
the Norman Powell for Gary Trent trade was on un- very underwhelming. That was just a bad trade. Yeah, it's so not underwhelming. That's just bad. Yeah, so they they've they haven't gotten the true value of each trade, right? Because like what when when the CJ trade happened, it was Josh Hart who ended up getting flipped. Yeah, and uh, they gave away Larry Nance. Yeah, as well, right? Like on the top of my head. Um, I don't fully remember that trade. That's it's been a while. It now. wasn't. It wasn't great. <laughs> it wasn't great. great ultimately. Like this, I don't think this, that was one, a good this one is better. This one. It is better. for sure because you involved another team, but they could have gotten way more from one of these other teams. And I'm, I'm just saying, pick wise, not like player wise. I'm happy with what they got player wise. Yeah. All right. Let's move on to the Suns in this. They we, they got a big W. Yeah, because like we're gonna try, tie the Drew Holiday stuff to the Heat afterwards. So we'll because, close up on the Heat. All right. Uh, biggest question mark. Was, for me, for the Suns, was how the hell are they going to fill out their roster? They got Utah Watanabe, right, in free agency and made some decent signings in, during free agency to fill out the roster. But getting in Grayson Allen, a three-point sh- scorer off the bench. Not even just, before you even go to this trade, Utah Watanabe, Eric Gordon, Drew Eubanks, right? You paired that up with the f- three guys you have in the front court. You brought back Josh Okoji, who had a solid year for them. And uh, yeah, so like off yeah, the so bat then right there. All, you add in Grayson Allen off the bench, three, um, three and D like three point scorer and a dirty player. But like you know, if dirty players are good defenders at the end of the day, right? He yeah. is actually a definition of dirty yeah, yeah. player though. Like people <laughs> think Dylan Brooks might be dirty. He's worse. Yeah, yeah. but like he shows he's hustling, right? If you're a dirty player, you're hustling a little bit. Well, to, okay, there's there's a certain... I'm going to disagree with these slightly because throwing a, a low blow is not hustling. I don't think he's throwing low blows, all right? I don't, I don't think anyone's At that, times, we're like purposely elbowing dirty. someone. That's only Draymond Green's job, bro. I'll be honest with you. <laughs> but yeah, so Yusuf Nurkic also... Yusuf won. Nurkic um, is not much of a downgrade for me. Like, I do think, do believe Aiden is a better player, but yeah. they'll survive with Nurkic. Nurkic will get... Yeah, him. okay, listen. You have KD, you have Booker. They'll be fine with Nurkic. Um, And then you have Bradley Beal. You know who the funny part is? Booker's the only guy left from the finals run team. Yeah. On that roster. Because campaign sure. and all these guys are gone too. They're all gone, yeah. But, um, and then Nazir Little, let's see. He'll have some role. He'll, they got Bull Bull. Defense They got the Bull Bull. <laughs> He's their MVP. Um, Keon Johnson, um, young guy as well. Yeah. Let's see how he does. But, but like, yo, they, they filled out the roster well. Like, um, that's pretty good, right? Like, there's a point in time where like, you know, what the hell are they going to do to like money-wise to fill out the roster? I was like, yo, I won't mind just, you know, being on the bench if you need me for like freaking 100k a year yeah <laughs> giving water to give kevin Dry they still have damian lee shooter yeah but they, they filled it out well they impressed yeah. me and uh let me just see who else they have here uh deandre has gone duka is bulky bobo yosekner yeah so but this year should be a rematch in the finals well uh right we'll, now like those we'll are go, two favorites we'll go, we'll go to that we'll go to the favorites part after let's just cover the rest yeah, no, first. but like it's obvious I'm just saying that I'm just getting out of the way it's obvious what you think it's Nugget that who are the favorites right now for each conference is those two teams oh Bucks Suns that way yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I know what you mean but yeah we'll, we'll go to that in a second but um, let's go to the Bucks here I mean you got you know what Giannis' weakness was like if you ever combine Steph and Giannis together he's gonna be the best player ever and Dame Dame I'm not, is close to Steph Dame is the closest player to Steph yeah be, be as simple as that exactly so Obviously, Steph is otherworldly. He's a whole tier better than Dame. But um, when it comes to Damian Lillard, clutch player, proven it many times. Dame time. You got you give him. Dame has never had a big, right? You thought Jeremy Grant was him. Like Giannis is ten times better than Jeremy yeah, Grant. Yeah, and um, Gian- the only difference is Giannis is not a stretch like Jeremy Grant was. But that doesn't matter. 
because yeah. Dame, you have to guard Dame from half court half the time. And, so. the, and the, in the playoffs, the pressure's off Giannis, right? Giannis doesn't have to take the final shot. And the way he, Giannis plays, he's not in a position to take a final shot at, I, at all moments. Whereas Dame could come in and freaking shoot from half court and do something. I thought Middleton was the one that was going to get traded. Personally, before. Like, if this trade was going to happen, because we were talking about it before, I thought it would have been Middleton more than Drew because the value Drew brings, right? And we'll, we'll talk about Maybe Drew Maybe that's why the trade happened, though. Yeah, yeah. Like, well, Drew, well, Drew is more valuable than Middleton. I agree with that. Especially the down year Middleton had last yeah. year. But, but that's why Portland wanted Drew. This, so, that's, that's, that's the only thing I think about that. So their lineup right now is Dame, Middleton, Giannis, Brooke Portis. That's what they're saying. Yeah. Uh, I'll pull up the roster to see if there's a small forward that's there. A, that's a solid lineup. Jay Crowder. So you could say Jay Crowder is Jay that Crowder guy. as well. Like, the defense around Dame is kind of, you know, fillable. With, I mean, Middleton could defend. Brooke Lopez was a defensive player. Yeah, no, but I'm just saying, like, perimeter defending because that's what Dame is. Yeah. Right? So, so like, you have, yeah, yeah. Middleton could perimeter defend. Giannis could defend anywhere. Um, and uh, Jay Crowder could defend as well. His question mark is a health. You have uh, Malik Beasley of the bench trying to re- rejuvenate himself shooting-wise. Um, Pat Connaughton knows the system. You got Jay Crowder. You have Bobby Portis. Yo, Drew Timmy. Oh, I'm, I'm just kidding by that. But I'm just saying Drew Timmy. Drew Timmy. I didn't know he was there. But And then you got the Lopez brothers. So you have a decent backup in Robin Lopez, right? Um, yeah, the question mark is small forward. Will that be Jay Crowder? Will that be... Um, uh, Malik Beasley, who don't, who knows, um, but, but yeah, Bucks are set. Bucks are set, right? Bucks and are set. Suns are set. Portland's, you know, on the rebuild. Yeah, so that's the trade. Um, I agree with you. I think the Bucks are the favorites, and the only team that can challenge because them is the Celtics. But even because for me is because the Celtics have a question mark for me, whereas the Bucks don't exactly don't have a question mark for the Bucks. Not right now, right? So. Adrian Griffin <laughs> comes in from uh, yeah, blowing a lead in the in the playing game as an assistant who now um, head coaching probably one of the best teams in basketball. Yeah, well, yeah probably the best team in basketball. Yeah. And um, yeah, and, and I agree that there should be the com- team coming out of the East. And the other thing that the Bucks did is answer Giannis's question. He's probably going to sign an extension now, right? Because that's what they're challenging. And Giannis is smart for doing it like that in public, right? Dame's like Dame has always been the guy's like if they want to trade me then I'll do it I'm never gonna request it till obviously this year, um, blah 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 right. Whereas Giannis put the pressure on, and yeah. publicly as well like which you don't see and they did it right and uh, yeah so that's that's the trade like I said, let's go on to the teams that were rumored, and. Raptors and we probably have to get into a little Fine, bit. Fine, we'll start off with the Raptors. <laughs> you, um, I was gonna say, listen, I need you to go on a rant. I was here. gonna say Heat. No, I, I, mean, I want to close off with the Heat for a reason. Yeah, but all right, Raptors. Simple as this. If you're gonna offer for Damian Lillard, you gotta put a proper offer out there, right? There's no, there's, you can't just say like, okay, no Scotty, no Grady, no OG. What the hell are you gonna? Well, get they didn't about? say Grady. Huh? They didn't say Grady. It was no Scotty, no, no OG, Scottie, no Pascal. No Okay, yeah, Scotty and Pascal kind of made sense, but like if that's the case, OG has to be in there. I think they were interested in Grady. I think the offer was well. like Grady, Dick, three picks, and salary fillers like Chris Boucher. Yeah, OG, OG or Trent had had to have been in there yeah. in order to make it like you know Portland to like pick up the call. So here's my question to you: In a blessing in disguise, you you're like you didn't want this trade to happen, right? Yeah, that's true. Because at the end of the day, Dame and Pascal is they were been a good duo. But I don't think they would have been championship duo. They're definitely a playoff duo. But conference finals, 
max ceiling for me. So, when it comes to the Raptors, right now, you have major question marks, right? Because clearly, I don't know how much of it was there's Dame saying, I don't want to be there, so don't even bother. Like, I don't think he was that type of guy, personally. But I'm just saying, like, we, it, that could be true. Because the, uh, the report that came out was, since Miami were not budging, he was open to Brooklyn. And, and he was open to Milwaukee. Milwaukee, yeah. And Giannis and Lillard were having talks from before, whether it be team up in Portland, whether it be team up in um, in Milwaukee, which obviously ended up happening in Milwaukee. The Raptors side of things, there were like, you know, Raptor fans were fantasizing Giannis when he said that to come over. Now, my question to you is, what is this team doing? Because you have to answer OG's contract. You have to answer Gary Trent's contract, who have to end up opting in, and you still have Pascal. Now, before I let you go and go on a tangent there, my personal opinion, you still trade Pascal, you sign OG, and you sign Gary Trent. You have your young core. Christian Coloco could develop more. You have a young coach, first-time head coach, and Darko Ryakovic coming in as well. Get rid of Pascal because, listen, Pascal is capable of getting an all-NBA nod, which means he's eligible for the Supermax. You as a Raptor fan, quick yes or no, do you want to give him a Supermax? <laughs> this trade, probably not. So then why would you want to, why not trade him? Because you're not even, pl- if you're they, not really planning on to give to him. They are trade him though, right? Like, Siakam wants to stay. But no, like, but the, you gotta, the thing is, I'm going to start going. The value the of va- Siakam. Yeah, yeah, I'm just going to say that right now. You did it with Lowry, you fucked it up. Simple as that. You fucked up the Lowry trade. There's no way that, like, the package of the trade deadline was worse than what the hell you actually got for him, which was Precious Atua and the old man Goran Dragic who left halfway through the season. Not even, like, after, like, a couple of games. Yeah, he just went back to Europe. But, yeah, the simple as that, right? Like, they're trying to finesse, right? Kawhi trade was a finesse. Let's give that... We'll give oh. that, right? Kawhi trade was a finesse. One second. What? Those people that are comparing the game and Kawhi situation... It's not even close because there's two re- things you got to look at. Kawhi was coming off a free, um, last year of his contract. Kawhi is a superstar, top three player at the time in the NBA. Dame isn't a guy to... Dame's just Dame isn't a guy to help you win a championship unless you make moves. And also Raptors it. were in a better situation then. And yeah, exactly. They were in a better situation then. You had to hope for Scotty if you wanted to keep Scotty to do... Uh, develop, yeah, right? But, but like, anyways, yeah, go continue. There, that was a totally different situation. So shut up about that. You finessed Kawhi. But DeMar DeRozan was a big piece in that trade, right? Now you now what are you doing is just fantasizing. You're not being realistic. You're trying to trade for Dame. You're not putting in OG, Scotty. Obviously, they've been interested in OG for the last, like, three years. Obviously, they're going to want OG in the trade. If you're not putting in, they're not picking up the phone. Simple as that. Number two, you have become a good, good franchise at letting players go for free, right? Um, I heard Brian Windhorst say this on Alex Adams' podcast. They let Kawhi Leonard go for free, which... You know, understandable. That one's understandable. That's understandable. Kyle Lowry went for nothing. Fred Van Lee went for nothing. Siakam is on the verge of going for nothing. Gary Trent Jr. might just go for nothing too. What, what do you? Who do you have left? Just Scotty. OG could leave. OG could leave too. So either figure out your shit, figure out your direction, because right now you're going nowhere. As simple as that. Portland, fi- Portland finally figured out the direction. Rebuild. Wizards finally figured out the direction. May, they may have gone shit all for the Porzingis trade and the Bradley Beal trade, but they are going young. They're like, okay, we're going to be shit for the next three years and let's try to get up these young pieces and go. You, The only young piece you have is Scotty Barnes. I'm not even considering OG. 
because OG gets injured after like 20 games himself. Gary Trent, he's a relatively young still. Gary Trent's relative, relatively young, but he's, we know him, he's streaky uh, at times. So figure out your direction and just go from there because right now you're going nowhere. Listen, they clearly believe something, they, keyword they, right? I'm not saying our fans because we, ha- we have the same situation with the Canucks, right? They believe something because they reason what they extended Jakob Pertl. They brought in Dennis Schroeder, right? Um, I agree with you. This is me personally. Do you question for you? Should they trade Pascal? Yes or no? Doesn't matter what the return. No, obviously, return matters. But I'm saying like, don't get greedy. If if they were up to you, would you try to trade Pascal right now? Well, now the Dame trade is over. Then yes, now hundred. Okay. Do should they trade OG and Gary Trent or keep one or keep both to build around Scotty because they're perfect fits with Scotty. I mean, I would. OG's on the old, little bit of the older side. I think he's like north of twenty five now, which is still fine. Which is fair, but it yeah. depends on the trade. Like, like I said, if it was a trade deadline trade, you have to go for it. Yeah, yeah, that's true. But like, if someone like if someone like OG's not, I'm not like putting OG on a trade block. But if someone offers me like a package for OG, I'm gonna accept. It. I'm okay, gonna so what do you think of the rumors that Sham said that the teams that were out on we're stick stick with the Raptors because I'm still gonna bring up the Heat in a second here because they're the biggest loser out of all this. Yeah. Um, that Drew Holiday could be a Raptor. Then are you like, how does that make sense? Because he's they're, they're, if they're, Dame does not make him a championship contender, Drew Holiday will barely make him a playoff contender. Like they should be like a deep, they should, they should a be a bottom end yeah, playoff team then. But it's gonna be it's gonna be what you were this year with Fred Van Vliet, but just slightly better, probably. slightly better maybe. Depending on not much of a shooter as Fred, but a better defender. Yeah, a better defender. Um, him and Schroeder probably backcourt pairing, which is pretty solid. Obviously, you got OG Scotty or uh, Pascal, one of those or, three. Or like, yeah, because I'm pretty sure Pirtle is the starting big. Yeah, so I'm gotta figure that, that out. Okay, so but yeah, no Pirtle contract, like the uh, germ, like the trade in general. I was like, what the hell? Why are we doing this? And. uh yeah, basically letting Fred go for free. Should have been traded at the trade deadline. I just didn't know, like, why did Masai make that move at the deadline thinking that... Like, I don't know if Masai wanted a championship and if you thought this team would bring him championship. Masai, you're an idiot if you thought that. Let's be honest because you haven't been good ever since championship year. Okay, so here's my question to you with Masai. Yes, he changed your franchise all around. He developed, helped get the development coaching staff with Nick Nurse before that, Dwayne Casey. Um, obviously the development staff, the medical staff, you have one of the better ones in the league. Um, now, even with the front office wise, you guys did finesse the quiet trade. Now, let's face it. A lot of that is because pop did not want to trade him to LA, especially the Lakers. That's true. Cause they were offering <laughs> a lot more. So you ended up getting that because the same thing kind of happened with the heat, but much worse because he, um, how much do you think he's in terms of trade? Because he can't. He installed a culture there, for sure. He did. He in did. terms of behind-the-scenes stuff. Doing, he's doing everything fine. It's just that... How overrated is he, in your opinion, in trades now? Trades, now the more that you see it. He's just trying to... Ever since the Norm trade. He's trying to uh, repeat history right now. He's trying to do what he did before again. And obviously, I guess, you know, he's like, oh, I pulled it off before. Maybe I could pull it off again. I'll give you this. DeMar DeRozan is a pretty darn good piece to get rid of. Right? That DeMar DeRozan was... Better than any piece you have right now. To and you, okay, up. so the fact that you were willing to give up DeMar DeRozan then for Kawhi Leonard, who you know is much better, I don't understand why you wouldn't try to get Dame and give up on o- Gary Trent and OG if that was the case. Exactly. Right? Scotty, okay, understandable, but if that invo- if that if you trade Scotty, then you would hope to get another piece to help Dame, for example, Giannis. The only player, like I said to you before, as much as I love Damian Lillard, I'm a huge Damian Lillard fan. I don't think he was putting you over the top unless you pair him with someone. 
and I'm not even saying like a CJ McCollum. I'm saying like I'm not even like it has to be like a one clear number one, one A, one B combo, right? Not Jamal and Jokic, my opinion. I know we had that whole debate before, but um, like AD, LeBron, like that's how, that's how it had to be. Like how AD has LeBron, um, and you're hoping with that situation is that's the only way you got rid of Scotty, right? Other than that, you were not going to be a championship team with it. I'm sorry, but Celtics are probably going to be better than you. You could probably compete with the Sixers, honestly. The Bucks probably still would have been better with you with Giroud Holiday. And then uh, Miami, well... What would have been, been? It would have been Dame Siakam, which is a pretty solid duo. Uh, it's yeah. a solid duo. Siakam's, more, Siakam, they're both 1Bs. I'll be honest, Siakam's been pretty underrated last couple of years. Uh, he was, but they're both 1Bs. Right? You need like a 1A paired with them. Yeah. That's my thing. Because, and then Dame, Kawhi brought you defense. Arguably the best defender uh, when healthy. Dame ain't providing you with that. Yeah, I said, I said it before. It was conference final ceiling if that was the case. Yeah, so it's essentially Portland with CJ was was going to be this team, in my opinion. A better Portland. Yeah. If Scotty was still there, right? Depending on, let's say OG and Dick were gone. <laughs> 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 but yeah, um... Yeah, last thing the Raptors before we move on, because um, obviously the season's about to start. You got to figure your stuff out. I would trade Siakam, and if Atlanta calls you, yes, I know you're trying to finesse something, but just get AJ Griffin, get another young, get um, another young piece, and get picks, and get picks. Right? I know that you try to get Kobe Bufkin. Now I listen through the wire a lot for basketball, and Pierre did say that Atlanta's stupid for not to give it, give away Kobe Bufkin in that case in this year's draft pick for them. To guess, uh, guess Siakam. To guess Siakam. He's like, if that's stopping you to guess Siakam, that's bullshit, then Atlanta should Because you're adding that. a stud. You're yeah. an absolute stud in Siakam. So, yeah, so that's the Siakam. Tying that down, let's see if Siakam gets traded. He's, he's one of the next big pieces to get traded for. Um, okay, let's move on to the Heat. Biggest loser. They All lost. summer long, you're waiting. You get rid of Gabe. You don't bring back Gabe Vincent. He signs with the Lakers. You don't get bring back Max Struess. I think it was a sign-in trade, if I'm not mistaken. Um, and you let him go. You were preparing for the salary for Damian Lillard. Clearly did not work out. I don't know what Pat Riley's thinking. This is where I'm like, Pat Riley's one of the best in the game. Masai's one of the best in the game in building teams and installing culture. What the hell are the both guys doing? Try to finesse something, right? You would, you To get Damian Lillard, you would have had a championship-level team if you got rid of one of... Yes, I'm not saying get rid of both um, Jaime Haquez, Haquez and uh, Luka jo- Jovic. Get rid of Luka Jovic. If that was hindering you from the trade. Nikola Jovic. Fuck off. Nikola Jovic. Uh, Nikola right? Jovic. Stop, Nikola. Thinking, stop bringing soccer. I know. No, <laughs> sorry. I'm thinking of Luka Doncic in my head too. And then Jokic. And mix everything up there. Nikola Jovic. Yes, he... If anything, you got rid of Nikola Jovic. You have a... Because re- what he showed in um, in uh, Serbia, you would have been able to keep Hame Hakas and be like, look at this guy. You could build around Nikola Jovic with um, yeah, little young pieces there, right? And he, he's a perfect fit. He could be that small power forward, small forward uh, type of guy. Um, What are you going to do now, right? Like, Jimmy Butler's out here accusing tampering. The team that tampered is accusing of tampering here. Yeah, 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 that's true. Um, <laughs> you, What's your lineup right now? Kyle Lowry, I'm sorry. He's a guy coming off the bench. He's not the same Kyle Lowry okay, from this championship Okay, let's team. be real, right? Tyler Hero replaces Gabe Winston in that playoff run because... We, Let's be honest. Yeah. Tyler Hero wasn't healthy, and they made the finals. Yeah. All right. They're getting Tyler Hero back. Okay. That's that's a reinforcement right there. 
So technically, but they, how much is Tyler they, they Hero still disgruntled? Have a, they still have a core. Tyler Hero believed he was getting traded. Yeah, okay, but they still have a core of you know, Hero, Butler, and Adebayo, right? And it's it's still I know it's not championship level. I'll Hell give, no, it's not because the Bucks are a championship level, the Celtics are a championship level, but at the end of the day, if you did it last year, you might be in a kind of a similar situation this year. I still think you're the third best team in a, uh, in the conference. I still, I don't know. I think you're the third. I can't with that trio. That. With that trio, I think you're the third best team in that conference, though. And you should be the third best team in the conference. I can't say that for sure because uh, barring injuries, barring injuries, because they do get injured. Well, the problem here's the thing: the Heat. They don't take the regular season that serious half the time They're, because Jimmy Butler was injured for a lot of the time. Um, Kyle Lowry was injured a lot of the time. Who's your main ball handler? It's Kyle Lowry. Kyle Lowry couldn't handle the ball. He, he's not going to score for you. But he struggled during the regular season with the point where it's like, can we just get rid of this guy during the regular season? Now yeah. his worth is there in the playoffs. I get it. But how much does it help that Giannis was injured in the first round? Yeah, Be real. Yeah, Giannis was injured does. in the first round. It does. It does. But Hero was injured too. They both played. Giannis is not Hero. Yeah, I know Giannis is not Hero, but let, let's be real. Or the other way around, sorry. Hero's not Giannis. Yeah, yeah. But, but let's be real. The Heat went on a run, and we give them all credit for that, right? They beat the Celtics at full health anyways. They uh, Who did they play in the second round? The Knicks, okay, whatever. Yeah, whatever. That one's a whatever. Yeah, yeah. But at the end of the day, they lost. Heat won game one with Giannis in there. Heat won game five with Giannis in there. Not fully healthy, though, either. Uh, every, the playoffs, but I'm just saying in general, if you're in the game, you got to be real, you still got to be realistic, that though. Don't, that don't matter if you're in the game. Giannis was in the game. G- the other three games, I don't care what the hell. Game three and four, understandable. Giannis didn't play. Giannis played game one. Giannis played game five. Game one, I agree with you. Game one, I agree and with you. And he played game five. Game five. Now you say yourself, I do. if you're in the game, but you also it doesn't matter. Because you, everyone in the playoffs holy is shit, freaking, mad. Everyone in the playoffs <laughs> is fighting. Right. The way you get mad is hilarious. Everyone in the playoffs no, is nursing something. I get that, but you so have a guy. Okay, so fine. Story. Kevin Durant in the uh, in the Raptors final. When he yeah. came to play, you're not going to use that as an... That's a legitimate excuse. He literally tore something during that game coming off a serious injury. I'm not sure if Giannis was that to extent. I agree with you that yeah, if he's, yeah, he's playing, still whooping our ass. <laughs> okay, but my point to you is you still gotta ass. be realistic that this championship it was because of that injury. Yeah, Giannis, I agree with that. Giannis I'm, I'm wasn't fully that. there, and the Heat are smart enough to go at him because of that because they didn't have other pieces around him to pop off. Right, the Heat. They were barely beat the Bulls to even get to that spot. How much do you believe losing Gabe Vincent and Max Struess? And not really replacing them with anyone, but Thomas Bryant, who isn't dumb because that's a completely different position. How are you going to rep- uh, do that? now? Well, one of them is replaced with Tyler Hero. Yeah, that's fine. But Tyler Hero was there during the regular season and they were still well, the bottom team. Well, they were injured during the regular season. You said himself. Butler was hurt. La- I'm, I'm basing it off the playoff run, right? Like but that, he- that Heat team was the best Heat team in the playoffs compared to all year. They were the yeah, best in the playoffs. But it's not always easy Without to Without Tyler Hero. It's not always easy to integrate a guy just like that either. We've seen that with other teams before. Integrate a guy. Tyler Hero's not a new guy. Not a new guy, but like... You Tyler, put, Hero, Tyler Hero's okay. been on that team forever. He's been. I'm not saying that. Like You're reintegrating him into a, a certain point. Let's see what... I don't think what, they're a top the, three team. The beginning team. of the season where I don't everyone think gets reintegrated? I don't think they're a top three team right now. Who's yeah. better than them? Bucks. Celtics. Okay, yeah, I'll put the Sixers. I'm not putting. And they're in the same tier. Sixers were disgruntled. Harden. They're in the same tier. Fine, you want to put them? They're still in the same tier that could fight with us. Cavs, the Knicks, and these guys. 
uh, the Sixers. Okay, they're not a clear-cut number three in my opinion. I won't be surprised if they are in a play-in spot. They're at the minimum a play-in team. Now, to your point, they the, have the best. No, now they, to your point, this is where Drew Holiday comes into play. This is where you go get Drew Holiday at all costs and go get Buddy Hield. Then I agree with you. They're probably a second-best team. Yeah. Because yeah. currently constructed, I don't think they're that good of a team. They're definitely not a championship contender whatsoever. Yeah, I agree with that. That's the whole point of this. But I still do believe they're better. If you're than the third this. best team, you could be the third best team and not be a championship yeah, contender yeah, or right. anything. But, but I'm just saying, you know, like they will still make the playoffs. I still believe, you know, when healthy, they are a better team than Fatsu, Harden, and uh, Embiid. I still believe they're a better team than the the Hawks. I still believe they're a better team than the uh, the Knicks. Right. Honestly, a lot of it's debatable because yes, we're assuming Tyler Hero is gonna come back to what he was. Okay, you also got to remember he had a bad second year as well, right? He Everyone had gr- has a bad second. No, year. That's what I'm saying. Scotty had a bad. Tatum had a bad second year. Hero popped off his third year. Tatum's a different level. Boy. But no, but Tatum's a different hey, level. Hey, 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 he he struggled the second year. He came Hero back. He got six man year. Hero had a good rookie year. Hero did good in the third year as well. All right. I'm yeah, not, it's fine. I'm he was six saying, man of the I'm year. I'm not saying Hero is Tatum, but I'm saying. Don't put the sophomore, sophomore slump on anyone because Hero's been good ever since. Tyler then. Hero, there's still, you got to look at his defense isn't fully there. Okay. I'm not putting Tyler Hero in the same tier as any of those guys you just said because I'm, I'm not saying that. I understand heat culture's a thing. Don't get me wrong. But I'm we, saying you can't put the sophomore slump because he's proven that he's over that. That's fine. He's over that. But we got to see him post injury and see what happens because listen, I believe in Tyler Hero. I think he'll be fine. But I still don't think him alone will put him into any weird contendership. Fine, they're the third best team in the East. If you look at the West, the Lakers are championship contender. The Golden, sorry, the Denver Nuggets are championship contender. Yeah, the Phoenix Suns are with the West. Are they? No, what I'm saying, are the point, my point is the championship contender. Yeah, they could be the best team in the East and not be a championship contender. Right now, if they yeah. were like on paper, like let's just say Boston was in the West and like Milwaukee's in the West. The whole point I'm arguing is a championship contender. I don't give a shit if they're third place if they can't do shit in the. Uh, I'm, I'm saying they they're not. They're not as worse as you're making them. That you. Think I think they they're pretty bad. They're not as bad as you I think, think they they're are. pretty bad. That trio is better than any other con- any other team in that conference. Will you be except surprised? For Bucks Will you be surprised? For question for you. Will you be surprised if the um, Cavs finish ahead of them? Cavs, no, not really. Will you be surprised if the uh, Sixers finish ahead of them? Yes. I won't be. Harden. Listen, I don't care. We're, that's fine. Hey, we're assuming the most disgruntled player right now is Harden. I agree. Trust with, me, he's gonna make I that situation agree with that. terrible. Right? He's gonna make terrible. It terrible. <laughs> like how you spit into a mic? I just spat into a mic right now. <laughs> I agree with the uh, thing, but we're assuming at this point, and I get it. We have we have history on that. I won't be surprised if the Sixers finish ahead of them because I'm beat that big of a monster, in my opinion, because you have Tyrese Maxey. Tyrese Maxey and Tyler Hero on the same damn level if you're going to believe okay, me yeah, on that. Then, um, Bam out of bio, he didn't score. Yeah. Bam out of bio, he's not a scorer. Butler's still Hemi. Hemi Butler's still... Jump, and Joel Embiid is still Joel Embiid. Yeah. And could play defense. So the worst player out of that trio's you name is Fatsu Harden. That's fine. He's six out of six. Okay. Yeah. I still won't be surprised though because that's how good Joel Embiid is Embiid's there. one, then it's Butler... And out of bio two and three, in my opinion. Okay, which is fine. Yeah. But I won't be surprised if the Sixers are finished ahead of them. That's the thing. I'll be. I will be kind of okay. You also got to realize this. You, like you said, health matters because Jimmy Butler has missed time. Right. Joel there's a reason be. why he's never been. There's a reason why he hasn't made All Stars at times because he either misses it because he gets injured or he's not. He hasn't played enough. Joel Embiid has been injured. Yes, he's been healthy. He's been in MVP no. conversations the last three years. What? 
you never know, bro. This dude. The playoffs are a different story. I'm talking about you're talking about regular season right now, because that's what you're arguing here. The third place. I'm arguing the whole season. But you, like, you just yeah. admit it. You won't be surprised if the Cavs. That doesn't mean they have to be third place. They, they, they could still be the third best team. Okay, realistically, were were the were the, were the Miami Heat the eighth best team in the conference last year? In hindsight, no. In hindsight, I, okay. Even at the beginning Dude, of playoffs, let's listen, be fair. They were a better Jobin, team than the Jobin, Knicks. Jobin, they're a better team than listen, Knicks. They were a better watched, team than the Cavs. I watched more of the NBA than you last year. Can you admit to that? Yes. I've listened to many people through the wire being the biggest ones. They were surprised that they were not. They were, literally preseason prediction was this is where exactly Miami was going to be in the regular season. They did not expect what happened in the playoffs at all. They that's what they ex- assumed. You gotta hope Kyle Lowry brings it during the regular season. Because their depth is gone and you know there's going to be an injury with that team as well. you got to admit, there's zero depth on that team. You had Gabe Vincent and you had Max Drews. So yeah. now let's get off of this topic. We're going to agree to disagree here because we have an NFL to get into. This, But do you agree with me though? This is a team that needs to go after Drew Holiday. Yes. And this is a team that needs to go after Buddy Dam Heald. Yeah. Now you have a lineup of Drew Holiday, Buddy Heald, Bam, Jimmy, Tyler, Hero, however you want to play it out. Right, you still have. Um, I think you have a uh, Caleb Martin. Okay, there. Then um, then this team will start competing with um because we're gonna, now we're gonna transition to Drew Holiday here. We'll agree to disagree with the Heat. Great debate. I understand your point. I just don't feel that way. Right. We'll see who's right I when just, the season goes up. I just don't feel like they're but worse than. They're still. You gotta admit they're still the biggest loser. Yeah, I'm, I'm not saying that because I'm, they lost saying, pieces just to get Dame and they don't get Dame. But I'm just saying, I just don't feel like they're the worst that you think they are. Like, I don't think they're as bad as you think they are. Okay. Um, that being said, I still think they're going to be a play-in playoff team. But that you guys will find that out when we do our playoff predictions, assuming more stuff happens. But Drew Holiday, let's talk about him. I'm saying right now, the Heat need to call and fix this shit out. Yeah, you have he, a disgruntled Jimmy Butler calling out people for tampering right now. All right, yeah, we already said Heat. Obviously, other teams. Um, Celtics. That, okay, the obvious teams get it out of the way. Celtics. Celtics. And I saw that picture, and I was already thinking Celtics before I saw that picture. If Celtics get Drew Holiday, they could be contenders out of the East automatically right there. Yeah. They, I don't know how they're going to make it work with contract he, because you ain't getting yeah. rid of Kristaps Porzingis either, but you have yeah. a lineup of Drew Holiday, Jalen Brown, Jason Tatum, Kristaps Porzingis, and Robert Williams. Your right question now. mark was center and uh, point guard. And they addressed both. You would address both if you get Drew Holiday. If Drew Holiday is there, I will not be surprised if they beat the Bucks as well. Yeah, no. I will not be surprised. They're similar, right? Like, they're, Andrew uh, Holiday has revenge on his mind. That's why I'm telling him to go to the Heat. The the Bucks are obviously, you know, heavy on the duo, whereas Sixers have the one star in Tatum, but like feel, around them is like all-star level players. Every realistic... In their career, all-star level players. You know how high I'm on Drew Holiday. I'm a huge Drew Holiday fan. Yeah, yeah, you are. Very underrated. Kevin Durant and a lot of these NBA players say he's the best defenders that they've ever yeah. faced. And every team, including my Lakers, now I don't think will happen, should make a call to Portland and try to get Drew Holiday. Go get get rid of D'Angelo Russell. Go get rid of, I'm down to get rid of Jalen Hushofino at this point, even our first round pick from last year. That's how good Drew Holiday is, in my opinion. And I would p- pick the Lakers out of the West immediately if that was the case. Um, Drew Holiday, those three are obvious spots. Obviously, Phoenix, they need a proper point guard, better than Bradley Beal. Yeah. You could talk there. I'm going to just pull up other teams that are kind of obvious. If uh, Denver, I'm calling Dallas, Dallas I'm calling yeah, Dallas is the one I was about to say. Um, they were saying Golden State, but you just got Chris Paul, so I doubt I that think, will happen. I don't think, I don't, I don't, Clippers, I'm real. calling. Let's be real. I don't think Lakers are happening. I don't think. No, Golden I'm just State's saying that the, these are the teams that I'm saying that could fit perfectly that should yeah. be calling. Clippers, I'm calling. Clippers, yeah, uh, Lakers, I'm calling. honestly, I'm pretty Lakers at the bottom of the list. 
I that's think, fine. I'm I dreaming because I want Drew you're Holiday. You're dreaming. I think you're dreaming. Too I, much. But I, I won't think, be surprised. I think you're still filled out pretty well. Like yeah, survive. yeah, no, I think we're fine. But, but Drew Holiday puts us over the top over DeAndre yeah, Russell. Yeah, but I'm true. saying, no, let's get past, like, get the, past the Lakers. The teams that the must, Clippers. The teams that must are Clippers and uh, Dallas for sure. Right, Clippers. You get Drew Holiday with Kawhi Leonard and Paul George. You're telling me the best. Don't tell me that's not the best. You defensive. ain't scoring. You that's ain't the scoring. best defensive team in the NBA. You ain't scoring. You'll be lucky if you get a hundred. You just gotta hope the other two play. That's it. You just, you, yeah, just pray. Like, and the 65 games thing starts right now, too. Yeah, if you're a team that's, you know, going to face that Clippers team with Drew Holiday, just pray that, you know, one of them one of them is resting. So, I'm, I'm, I'm going to make more teams for one second. The obvious ones on the top of my head, the Celtics, the Clippers, um, the, the Heat, Heat, and, and Dallas and off Dallas. the bat. And um, you could, then the sleepers you could throw in, or like the Lakers, the Nuggets, right? Because Nuggets lost Bruce Brown. They should go after him and pair him with Jamal Murray in the backcourt. That that team nasty. that team could go back to the finals that, again. That's nasty. That right? is nasty. Um, under the radar team for me, OKC. Yes. Um, you I got it's, it's like the Chris Paul vibe all over it again. Is. It'll be Chris Paul. Uh, and you could get rid of Lou Dort. He's your Lou Dort, right? I'm sorry, I love Lou Dort. I'm a huge fan of Lou Dort. But you go. I mean, look, let's be real. And Lou Dort could fit. And Lou Dort could fit uh, Portland. Yeah, but it, it doesn't role. even have to be Lou Dort. You could. You have like a freaking. Shitload of picks you could give up. Yeah, <laughs> to get Phoenix up. and LA are in the same category in terms of that thing. But Golden, oh, sorry, not Golden State. Um, what did I say? OKC, Sacramento. Yeah, Sacramento. New Orleans, bring them back. Yeah, might as well. Why, why Those not? are the three that from I'm like the the, from the West. On the East, Indiana, same vibe as yeah, uh, same vibe as uh, OKC. OKC. Yeah. Now these are sleepers. I don't think these yeah. ones are gonna happen. But OKC could be realistic because they have a lot of picks to give away too. Yeah. Um. I think it's realistic, and then maybe Atlanta, if they really want to yeah. make a push for something, right? Those are the and Philly. Philly's very high on him right now to be number back. Yeah. Philly Come needs, back. A, if especially with the that that situation, maybe a Clipper three team trade again with the Clippers this time, um, uh, that could happen as well. Philly bring him back. Definitely, Philly's better than yeah, <laughs> Miami in that case. Yeah, but, J- but. Jam, Drew Holiday. It's a hot commodity right now, and uh, Portland better be guy. ringing up calls because Drew is that guy. Any team I mentioned here that's contenders or close to being a playoff contender, or contender, call up Drew Holiday. Not only you get a elite on the court leadership, you get off the court leadership, you get the defense, you get the points. So, yeah, uh, that's the Drew Holiday thing for me. Yeah, no, you I agree, agree with you. Yeah, Drew, Drew is a guy. Finally, we agree on something. Drew is Let's that go. guy. Drew is, <laughs> Drew is that guy. Just. Uh, uh, Raptors don't give up everything for Drew because yeah, you guys should not be training for Drew uh, because it, you guys should be training with Pascal Siakam. <laughs> yeah, but like at the end of the day, like you said, anyone contender who's just looking to upgrade, Drew Holiday is that guy. Yeah, for sure. Like we, like I said, we listed our team names. Comment what do you guys think down below. We'll put up a poll on YouTube. You guys could decide. Yeah. But last thing of the NBA before we get over, um, it's a good topic, it's a good debate. Um. We definitely should revisit this. We're probably going to revisit this if nothing happens and it comes yeah, uh, comes standing predictions. Um, Harden and Embiid. So my question to you is this. Do you think Harden gets moved um, before the season, during the season, trade deadline? Does he even show up? Because media day starts Monday. I mean, history has proven that, like, he will throw, he will throw uh, a tantrum. Fit, yeah. Yeah, hissy fit, whatever you want to call it. And, uh... They're gonna have to figure out a way to like get rid of him. It's as simple as that. Because keeping him is not gonna benefit you at all. Yeah, I mean Daryl Morey's on that same tier as uh, Masai Ujiri right now, and um, 
uh, Pat Riley. In a way, you could have thrown in uh, uh, Brad Stevens because Dame was a f- apparently betting second betting favorite was Boston as well. Thank God that didn't happen. But uh, yeah, um, second question before we close it off: Is not be the next superstar player to get traded or request a trade? Because well, Giannis ain't no longer doing it, that. It's not Giannis unless something anymore. goes terribly wrong and in Milwaukee. Let's be real, like you know, Embiid's been <laughs> Embiid's been put in shit situations, right? Um, the best year they had was with the the best chance they had was with the. Uh, ben Simmons, JJ Redick, Butler, Harris, and Embiid. That lineup yeah. in 2019 just didn't have the depth, but had the starting five. Yeah, they had definitely had the starting five, and the, and ever since then it just went downhill for Embiid uh, as partner wise, because they chose Tobias Harris over Jimmy Butler. Big mistake number one. Number two, Tobias JJ, Harris over me. JJ Redick left in free agency. Ben Simmons was never the same ever again, and uh, that just leaves Embiid. Yeah. Um. I'm going to tie this back to the Raptors quickly. If you were to trade for Drew Holiday, how much are you going to say go after Embiid right now then? Yeah, I mean, <laughs> I don't know what direction you're going. That's what I'm saying. At this, you guys are thinking like you're a championship team. Embiid's on the market. You might as well try, but it's Philly. It's in the same division. Same division, so like, right. And they're the team that you guys knocked out. Them knocked out too. Yeah. So, yeah, no, I think Embiid's the next guy to call this. I don't can't think of anyone else. Dame's next already superstar, yeah. I mean, next super, superstar or superstar caliber. So, all-star for sure. Yeah. Superstar caliber player. It has to be Embiid. Yeah, I don't no, think there's anyone else. And the pressure's on him. Jokic won a chip. Jokic won a chip. You got the MVP, he got the chip. Jokic, Jokic is in a good spot too. Whereas Embiid just hasn't been a good spot. So it makes sense for him to leave. Like, And nobody should, you know, like bash him for leaving. Because, yeah. right? It's like the Dame, right? They didn't help him. And after that, it's going to probably be Luka Doncic if nothing happens there. Those are the only two I could think of the top of my head. Yeah, it's Embiid right next. Now. I'm not putting Zion on that list right now because he doesn't done shit. Yeah, that's true. Um, that was a solid good, what, 40 minutes? To an hour? Yeah, I don't know. I actually don't know. Oh, I thought you had the time up there. But, no, no. great, great convo. Dame finally has done it. It was running from before, so, like, I don't even know that oh, exact yeah. time. <laughs> Dame has finally requested a trade. It's gone down. We had a heated debate. The biggest trade has happened in the offseason. Yes, and we'll see if there's any more because uh, yeah. it's NBA and shit happens Player by the trade movement. deadline. Player movement is real. Yeah, NHL, please learn something and fix this up. But... Um, let's move on to some quick fire topics. We have a bunch of quick fire topics, so it might, as a collective, it might be like five, ten minutes. But yeah, yeah. off but the bat, big fight weekend. Canelo versus Canelo versus Jamel Charlo. Um, Canelo Alvarez making his return. He was supposed to fight his brother Jamal Charlo. Something happened there. It ended up being Jamel Charlo. Now the biggest issue here is Jamel Charlo is moving two weight classes up. Jamel Charlo is an uh, undisputed champion on his weight. Canelo is obviously undisputed champion in his weight. Um, but I think it might be again. We're not boxing aficionados. We're just like we base everything on the eye test. Who see who we see better? And Canelo arguably is pound for pound the best. You could argue Terence Crawford and Tyson Fury and Usyk, but I think Canelo will get this. I think it will be decision though. I don't think because Jermel Charlo yeah, is yeah. good. I agree with you. I don't think he gets knocked out unless yeah, I might, Canelo might get him on a shot or TKO. I don't think it will be a clean KO. I agree with you. Um, for me personally, I feel like it might be a little bit easier to go up in class than to go lower. In my yeah. personal opinion, I guess like if you go up in class, it's more like can is your movement gonna be hinged? If you go it, down and if you go down in class, it's more so you have the energy, energy levels. Yeah, because yeah. Figueroa was a moved up in weight and he's making his debut. I don't know if it's on a fight night or one of yeah, the UFC yeah. pay per views. But yeah, so it just depends on if he could just you know gain weight and not like you know hinder his speed at the same time. Yeah. So. But yeah, I'm going with Canelo decision. Decision. Same thing as I just you. think he's gonna outbox him that yeah. way. And then hopefully, if that's the case, and Canelo's willing to do this, 
Now, obviously, outside of Errol Spence, uh, fight rematch might happen. Terrence Crawford is challenging Canelo. Canelo better take the fight. Yeah. Because Canelo and then Terrence Crawford has said, I'll move up to the same weight wherever you want to go. I'll go up to it. Uh, Canelo's made an excuse saying, I don't want to go down that much. But uh, Jermel Charlo's also linked to fight Bud Crawford, which is also a money fight. Yeah. yeah. So I need to see Canelo versus Bud if, if it's realistic and then it doesn't yeah, hinder just, it doesn't hinder the quality, like you said, with the weight classes. Uh, give me that fight because that will determine pound for pound for sure. Yeah, that's for sure. But like, it's like the Volk versus Makachev right now. Yeah, but let, let, let's just get these done, bro. Like, I know, you know, there's a lot of like things that go into setting up these boxing fights. They take forever, they man. They take forever. That's why, like, you know, UFC fights, you know, when you just see it, are pretty chills. But at the end of the day, you know, I understand, you know, you're risking your life. So, for sure. No, no, I get, no, no. The problem with boxing is the promoters want to make as much money as possible, and the fighters at times are scared to lose their undefeated streak. So, for example, there's this girl that fights on the Misfits under KSI's thing, yeah. L. Brooke. She said that now that she has she got her first loss because she went up like four weight classes or some shit in yeah. the Kingpin tournament. She did say like, now that I got the loss, I don't care. I'm gonna take every challenge I can. Before I was kind of reserved, like, oh, I need to keep my O, but I still want to challenge myself. Yeah, now yeah. she's like, I don't need to worry about that, right? And shout out to Ryan Garcia for ta- doing that. Yeah, shout out to Ryan because uh, he didn't care. He made the Javante fight happen. And he, like yeah. you said, he lacked the energy. And Javante made it hard on him. Yeah, right? let's be fair. Like, yeah, Javante was a better man, but let, making a guy go da- back down without rehydration clauses and, and all that stuff, stuff yeah. um, it's kind of you know kind of hinders my like hinders his victory in my opinion a little bit. Little bit, yeah, no, but for I, sure. I still do believe like, they signed you know, the contract. It's like you said about, he signed about, contract, about the injuries. Right? They signed the contract. They signed the contract. And shout out like obviously Garcia and um, took it like a champ. Yeah, but no, um, that's the issue with boxing. The promoters try to get involved heavily. Yeah. This is where I love what. Okay, I'm not a big Jake Paul fan, but this is what I love what he's doing. He's trying to get people paid. Um, obviously KSI is doing the same thing on the on the YouTube side of things more so than professional, but he's getting professionals. For example, Luis Pineda paid as well. So. That's what the model they need to go after, um, boxing, and then fighters taking it in their, home, in their own hands because shout-out to, again, Errol Spence and um, Terrence Crawford because they know one of them was going to lose. And same thing with um, Fury Wilder, even though Fury's ducking, piece of shit. Fury's <laughs> ducking <laughs> but, now, yeah? But, um, yeah, so, like, that's that's what we need to see. Yeah. Um, let's move on. Carabao uh, Cup started. Carabao Cup, off the bat, Man City, the only the, the way we could talk, we talked about this with Peter Galindo. Uh, he said treble, though, to be fair. Uh, was the only way they could top their season was maybe get a uh, obviously doing a treble is insane back hard. to back trebles it's hard and they could still do it but a quadruple and they have no opportunity anymore yeah Newcastle tough tough first round matchup for City I think it's round three overall but like first. obviously City doesn't play the top line yeah, usually true. but yeah Newcastle they still, but their depth is insane that it still matches it yeah Newcastle who made the finals uh, didn't get first rounded and it ended up being a now a finals rematch from last year. Yeah, so I'm, I'm not going to talk about all the matches here. It's the fourth round. Manchester United versus Newcastle is that finals, they're rematch. About finals rematch. I love the way Man United played. Yeah, um, they had a good game. Surprise, Eric Ten Hag did that big of a turnover. Obviously, he kept the goalie in, but Sofian Amrabat's so good. And hope, I hope help, yeah. McTominay does not touch the field as a starter or even in general, as long as they're healthy um, again. Amrabat's going to help. Amrabat, <laughs> Casemiro had the game of his life, and a lot of that is probably Amrabat staying back for him. Guys running from left back to right wing. Yeah. Um, the, the two youngsters, three youngsters, because Gore played well. Mason Mount showed why we signed him. Mason and Mount we got a, we game, just, yeah. Ten Hag just needs to figure out a way how to incorporate everybody and be happy. I don't think any of these guys are like Jaden Sancho, because yeah, uh, I don't know what the hell he's doing. 
and ruining his career. Okay, let's be like real, that. man. Like, I sort of God if it Ten Hag brings Anthony back in a starting lineup. I will not. Be, I'll be honest with you. I will not I'm, be surprised. I'm gonna, I'm like, he shouldn't. I agree with you. I might. I might just go bandwagon on a fire Ten Hag trade if I if I see Anthony on the field over like Police Tree or um, uh, Mount or even. Mount because Mount had a good game. Even though he and was being set up, and or Ganacho. Yeah. Um. Listen, I won't be surprised. I'm still backing Ten Hag because I ain't trying to fire a I coach. I'm backing you for Anthony. I'm telling you that right now. You you messed up there. Yeah, because like honestly, you're not the only one that thinks that. Many people on the on Man United Twitter. Because it's clear you had Plistry the whole time last year, and you had it the whole time this year. He's just shown so much more. And, and listen, Kobe Minu might like, be back. Not even not even less. Like not even half time. Like legit. 10 minutes of the time. Kobe Mino might be back and hopefully get some minutes because he was killing it in the preseason and Amir Diallo Traore was killing it. Was Young Player of the Year as a lone player to Sunderland last year. Yeah. But no, I agree with you. He should not be playing Anthony right away. There's He's back in England though. Potentially in general. He's back in England though. But yeah. I won't be surprised if he's there and he still plays. Yeah, that's unfortunately, why I, That's why I brought it up because I saw that report. Unfortunately, I won't be surprised if he does and we'll just see how the games go. But yeah. yeah. Canada. Uh, no, sorry. I'm going to finish off one thing. Oh, yeah, more I'm not going to go through all the matches, but the other big match is West Ham versus Arsenal. Yeah, that's, um, that's So those tough. are the two big matches. Everybody else got easy matches. I'm not going to go through it. You guys could check it out. The next game will be played on October 30th. Yeah. Um. So Canada. <laughs> women's team. Women's officially team. done it. If you guys haven't seen it again, check the Peter Galinda podcast. We talk about this team there. She made adjustments. Bev made major adjustments. And Galindo loved it. And Galindo Peter, loved it. Peter Galindo Alex, loved it. Alex Ganjay Rusic loved it. Because they wanted a 3-5-2. 3-5-2, yep. He was saying on the, uh, on the podcast. And uh, yeah, no, the players turned up, the coach turned up, and uh, they have an opportunity to defend their gold. And I still I stand with Mike Halford on this because he said in the radio this morning, uh, if you win a certain medal, you should be all automatically qualified. Yeah. All right? It's like winning the Champions League. doesn't yeah. matter if you finish, like, seventh in the league. Like, Sevilla weren't even anywhere. They won the Europa League, and that's what the rule is. You are allo- you should be getting the next... Um, you, should you should be, be automatically, automatically there. there. And honestly, if you're the host... And I if thought it was that the longest time. I there. thought it was, too. But it, yeah. I found out during, I think, when Spain um, won the World Cup and they had to qualify. Yeah, yeah. Um, that's when I realized, like, and even Germany. I was like, what the hell? So, yeah. Like, those two, the host... Which is understandable because you ain't yeah. trying to like host. And um, if you guys are, are the defending champions of that particular award, that particular so World Cup should not be automatically for Euros. Italy yeah. should automatically be in for the Euros. Yeah. In this case, um, Argentina should automatically be in for Argentina, um, the World Cup. The next World Cup. That's yeah. how it should be, in my opinion. It's stupid, I think, otherwise. Now, I get it. Some LeBron shit leaving could happen. But like that type of shit could happen. Yeah, yeah. People retiring. But yeah. Um, that being um, said, that makes sense, right? Fun. It, it was fun. Um, I, the minutes I did watch because I was at work, but the ones that the minutes I did watch, they look and the highlights, um, showed the adjustments. Adrian Leon was a completely different player from the World Cup because we were criticized her. Um, this might be Christine St. Clair's last ever game that she just played because she said she wanted to help qualify. Right, and she did. She helped qualify. She helped so she didn't say that she will play. Maybe she will be there. Because she didn't play the first game. Sana's so not too surprising. Now, because Bev kind of isn't playing like, okay, we need we need this after we a terrible World Cup. Yeah, we need to win. But she did play the second game, so there's that. But yeah, shout out to the women's team. The men play Japan in October. So let's see what happens. Um, maybe we could bring on Peter down below. Comment what do you guys think about that pod. We will try to bring him back on. He's open to it. Uh, yeah, let's, let's move on. Hockey news. Off the bat, let's just get the easy one, the quick one that we don't care too much about. Mikhail Backlund ex- uh, for Calgary extended to 
years and four million. And is named captain. Is officially named captain because he's the longest tenured. I'm not surprised. Yeah, he may not be the best player, but no one else makes sense otherwise. Yeah, he like a lot of players on the last year's contract, right? That's true. If Elias Lindholm had extended, I would have given it to him or Hannafin or even Tanev, but he extended even though it's just two years, they might fight, might be I finding mean, a Mikhail new captain. Mikhail Backlund is a, is a stud player like for them. He, he has been good for quite a while now. And he is like, he is, I consider him as like one of his, their top guys, one of their core guys. Yeah. If they want to. Four and a half million per season, but they got like, they're similar to the Raptors. They got question marks. They have a lot of question marks. They have a lot of expiring. And we'll talk more about that when we do our NHL preview next week. Yeah. Because the season starts on the 11th. Um, One thing I do want to say, sad, sad news. The Flames assistant GM. Yeah. uh, I want to get the exact, uh, Chris Snow, who was dealing with ALS, uh, his wife recently just t- uh, put out a statement essentially saying that uh, due to a lack of oxygen, he underwent cardiac arrest because of the because uh, of the brain damage, and the doctors are saying this time he won't be able to wake up. They revived his heartbeat though, and uh, yeah, uh, suffers a major brain injury. Craig Conroy obviously was um, crying yeah. and emotional. And it sucks to see because deal, he's dealing with ALS. He's obviously, we don't know too much about ALS. We know it's um, terrible, obviously. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Lacks movement and all that. He's only 42, by the way, in 2019. So five years yeah. later, he's still not even 50 yet. Yeah. Um, and now. It's also known as the Lou Gehrig's disease, and his father and two uncles and a cousin also died of that disease in the past. Wow. So, um, yeah, and his, uh, yeah, the wife, th- thoughts and prayers to Kelsey Snow and the family. Hopefully, the doctors are proven wrong and he has come back. Yeah, yeah. I don't know much about him. Um, I just know, I just learned that he was, I know, I heard the story before, a yeah. couple months ago, but. Uh, she said the param- do- paramedics and doctors were able to get his heart beating again but suffered a brain injury due to a lack of oxygen she said his doctors do not expect him to wake up from the injury so it could be a permanent coma probably if the heart is beating or it could be like life support type of thing yeah, yeah. don't know I'm not medical you're not a medical person yeah. uh, but yeah she said my chest feels cracked open and hollowed out Chris is the most beautiful brilliant person I'll ever know and doing life without him feels untenable Hug your people, and that's true. Hug your people. Um, yeah. Um, tough transition now. Let's just let's move on to the last hockey news. More on the celebratory side because it's Canucks related for us. Um, Chris, Ta- uh, not Chris. Um, Roberto Luongo. Roberto Luongo, and we might we might go into. De- I don't think we'll really go into debate. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. but uh, December fourteenth, um, Canucks play Florida. He's the Florida's front office. Eight years of the Canucks is officially Ring of Honor, and that caused a whole debate um, on Twitter on media. Now the twi- the debate is the older guys want if they don't want him to be in the Hall of uh, sorry the number retired uh, and Ring of Honor makes sense because Kirk McLean. Yeah. Because yeah. in their eyes, Kirk McLean's number should have been retired before Luongo even got yeah. there or even early Luongo got there. Now they're saying that if Luongo's getting retired, because at that time, Kirk had all the records, right? Now Luongo does have all the records in eight years. He spent more time in Florida. He obviously, I agreed that with Don Taylor, who's heavy on this, that he um, he classifies himself as a Florida guy more. 
Um, he left Canucks in a bad term with the my contract sucks debate. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But he's also a Hall of Famer. Big reason why is because of his work with the Canucks. So yeah, that is true. That's the debate here. Sadin's Hall of Famer's retired jersey. Stan Smeal's not on the Hall of Fame, but he's a Canucks legend and his deserve, jersey deserved to be retired. Marcus Naslin is not on the Hall of Fame, but I think that one should not have been retired personally. Yeah. But Pavel Bure took a while, but he was officially in the Hall of Fame, then his jersey got retired. If you're looking at that debate, then yes, a lot of the f- reasons why the Canucks did well, yes, I get it. His, he didn't have a great finals run um, against Boston. There was not, he, was, he did not have a great opening round, but the rest of it was not bad. Um, I don't know where to feel this. I, I am team retire the jersey because that's the generation I grew up watching. Same. That's I'm, the only reason why. And I know we have family yeah, yeah. that might disagree with it because he didn't do well, whether it be because they hate Luongo, like Luongo, because he was a polarizing figure in that sense. He was. Ring of Honor minimum for sure. I agree oh, yeah, with 100% that. 100% guaranteed. But you're telling me a Hall of Fame goalie in your franchise due to your franchise, not yeah, Florida, yeah, yeah. is not in the Hall of... His jersey's not being retired. Uh, I feel that. I feel weird about that. So I, I am team retire both. <laughs> Just retire both. Yeah, Who cares, I mean, like, right? No one wears the number like, one. Looking at looking at it again, I'm the young guy, so obviously... You grew up on Luongo. I grew up on Luongo. But every time I heard Luongo, I heard McLean as well. Yeah. Right, growing up. And uh, I was actually surprised once I figured out that McLean's jersey wasn't retired. So I was like, okay... You know what the hell is gonna happen here? Because I feel like you know we're gonna come to this situation, and now we are. This is why I like I don't know if this is a hot take or not, and I've t- talked to you about this on camera. I hate jersey retirements, I genuinely do. Um, look at the European model. There's not how like you think you're telling me Messi should be wearing number ten right now. Oh yeah, that's you think Ronaldinho should have been wearing number ten? Not been gone. Maradona probably had, should have had that retired, right? Yeah. Um, now I don't know who wore, who wore, who wore that number seven. Before even Ronaldo, um, his first stint when United, you had Beckham, you had George Best. It would have been I gone. think he wore number seven, if I'm mistaken. It, it would have been gone. Right? So, number 10, Rooney, and now it's Rashford, right? So, even before Rooney, I don't know who it was, but I that's why I hate it. Like, I like, listen, yes, I'm a fan of my number, and if I don't get it, I don't care about it. Like, I'm not going to choose a franchise if I was a player based on a number. Right? As yeah. much as I love the number 12, that's my number. It defines a lot of stuff in my numbers in my life um you guys can figure out what i mean by that and uh yeah and i just don't i just i just think ring of honor makes more sense statues make more sense i just think jersey retirements are like whatever like i i genuinely like i get it you're honoring them by their number i get it they wore it okay realistically i agree with you with some parts but here's what i don't agree with you what the hell you gonna do to fill at the end of the ring of honor is gonna get filled up right um, how many statues are you going to make? No, so the statue is like for like, for example, in Vancouver history as of today, the Sedins are probably the only ones I could think of right now that deserve a statue. statue. Right, like that's that So then level. everyone else's ring but, of honor. Yeah, but then, and then the current ring of honor should not exist at all. You could do a night for them, right? Because the ring of honor is still going to get full. Like Alex Adler, for example, Canucks. Alex Adler deserves it. Yeah. Kevin Bieksa should be in it. Yeah. I don't know why he's not in it. Um, like those are two of the that are gonna be well, added. Like you're, you were in the Rogers Arena. Like it's already getting filled up. <laughs> they should make it smaller. They're, they're massive. Huh? They're massive. Yeah, that's true, right? Right. Like to a certain like, point, Pat like Quinn's eventually, past our lifetime, jersey number is gonna be triple digits. <laughs> like right. Yeah, the Yankees be, yeah. do not have a single single digit number available. I think all of them are retired. 
yeah. from zero one to nine. I'm pretty sure they're retired. Wow. So, and can you recall anyone wearing a single digit jersey right now on the Yankees? No. I so mean, I don't care about the Yankees. Either. No, I'm just saying. But when you watch them play, uh, I I refuse. Okay. <laughs> I mean, they play the Jays, but uh, yeah, and they whooped us, so I refuse to watch that too. <laughs> okay, but no, like that's my take. I I think jersey retirements are stupid. I think they should have all the European model. That's me. Honor them a different way. It doesn't have. It could be something. It doesn't have to be in the, in the ice rink. It could be in the stadium, like those posters around. Yeah. Make yeah. a certain section for that, and people could go s- come see it. Yeah, I don't know how to feel about it. I'll be honest with you. I. That's me. It might be a hot take for some many I people's I eyes. I don't really care. And they, you avoid controversy like this. Yeah. <laughs> as that's well. true too. Yeah. But I don't really care. At the same time, you know, I like seeing the guys night. Yeah, honor of a night for yeah, sure. I like seeing that ceremony, but at the same time, I guess. I don't know how you just make it like, you know, make them a staple, like make them a memory in the arena type of thing. Because at the end of the day, no matter if you're Sadine, no matter if you're Burrow, you know, those guys deserved it. Yeah, that's it. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I don't know. That's just me. You know I've always been like this from day one. Yeah, so yeah. I, I'm still sticking All by right, that. last bit of quick fire oh, news. Yeah, last one. Because obviously, uh, I can it later. We had to go a little bit longer. Yeah. Uh, let me get the exact details. But, but I'm thinking just straight up he's suspended. Just to, yeah, just to start. Oh no, up. he's sorry, he's fired. Oh, he's fired. Uh, Mel Tucker has officially been fired. Michigan State head coach, former head coach now. Had his contract terminated. I think he had a week to like plead his case or yeah. something. And uh officially just uh Yeah, so they failed to present adequate reasons why he should not be fired. Yeah. Or for cause after having what he described as a consensual phone sex with an activist and rape survivor, which throws me off completely after reading the yeah, last yeah, part. Yeah, yeah. Um, 10-year deal, 95 million terminated. Uh, yeah, so, I mean, it's still allegations. Sorry, I'm going to make that clear. Allegations of that, he's saying that it's consensual, but allegations of um, rape and, yeah, sexual assault. So, yeah, we'll see. Again, like we said before, we're at a social media age. People might go to Spit and Checklist podcast, like in the Babcock case. Their social media people are and applaud them for it. They're coming out, whether it be old stories, new stories, current stories. Yeah, um, coaches. There's another situation that happened. I don't know if you saw. Um, I think it was like a WHL coach or someone. No, I didn't see that one. I forgot the exact name. Uh, same thing, assault. Yeah, yeah. I mean, you're a Yo, coach. You're, you're a young player's coach. This is a juniors. Yeah. So you're supposed messed. to be their mentor. You're supposed to be a father figure, friend even. And uh, yeah, you're doing this and you're doing this stupid shit. shit. Like you're not gonna get caught eventually. You're getting caught now, right? You 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 can't get away with this stuff anymore. Yeah, doesn't matter if it's now or ten years down the line. You're gonna get caught. Yeah, like let me just double. I think it's Kevin Constantine. I don't know. Yeah, if you okay, heard yeah I heard that. Yeah, yeah from a, when? Okay, I don't know how to say this. Wenichi Wild head coach suspended him. Um, yeah, and I, I was listening to Craig Button on Donnie and Dolly. Yeah, he's saying like. It makes no sense whatsoever when coaches do something like this. It makes because, no sense. Because uh, you're the leader. You're, you're the leader. The young, not even just the, the older abuse, like the Akeem Leo situation and everything. But like, you're literally doing this with juniors. Like <laughs> junior kids. So, it yeah. makes no sense. Um, all right. Let's end it off with the NFL. There's probably going to be another 20 minutes here. Off the bat, Monday Night Football. Reaction. Recap. Uh, Bengals finally got their dub. But before we get into that, we'll start off with the... Probably the quicker game, Philly, Tampa Bay. Philly finally produced their best game of the season and uh, remain undefeated and also take away Tampa Bay's undefeated status. And, uh, yeah, their defense just... Check out our power rankings. You guys know exactly what yeah. we did. And their defense just cooked Baker and that offense. 
Um, let me just pull something up here quickly. I just want to check because I, I a, a debate I heard was, are, are you still worried about that offense? In a way, you kind of are because Jalen Hurts went twenty three for thirty seven, two picks and a TD. So rushing carried him again. DeAndre Swift. I don't know why they didn't use him in game one, even though they just stole one though. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, two hundred thirty yards. So the rushing AJ Brown went off though. By the way, did you win your fantasy? I won, yeah. Okay, I was like, I, I was just like, AJ Brown's ahead. numbers were insane. Yeah, they were, but um, they weren't enough. But pa- their offense ever since Steichen left is now has been not has been. Great. It has been great. Has not been great. Sorry. And uh, let's be real, right? Um, yes, they're undefeated. But who did they play? But yeah, who did they play? Um, uh, Vikings. Patriots came back on them almost. Vikings. Okay, they were honestly fav- okay on paper. No, no, and no, hi- no, not no. in hindsight. They were decent there, teams. There was no excuse to lose to the Patriots. There was no. Ex- Vikings understand no not no. even Vikings no there's no excuse to lose to all three of these teams yeah and next week you got the commanders and you got the Rams and then you got the Jets your true test is coming against the Dolphins what is that you should you should be 6-0 and yeah by week uh, by September sorry October 22nd week 7 so you should be 6-0 and yeah yeah you should be 6-0 and Um. yeah so outside of that I mean Tampa came back to earth played a good team uh, couldn't stop the rush Mike Evans is still killing it and mm. yeah, they got a big division matchup against the Saints with a injured Derek Carr, who's probably week to week right now, and it's gonna be like a, you know, just how painful it is. Yeah. Because AC joints legit, right? Like you know, sometimes it just hurts moving your arm up, is what I heard from other like you know, analysts like Ryan Clark. There's like he had a similar injury as well, so we don't know how, how long Derek Carr is gonna be out for. Um, moving on to the next game. Yeah, Bengals. Um, they did it. They Obviously, did it Joe a, Burrow does not look like Joe Burrow at all in an ugly fashion. But they, but there were good signs. Jamar Chase finally had a game. Joe Burrow made some throws. Obviously, some throws he missed. But like at the end of the day, he showed he showed moments in that game where like okay, these guys might be coming back. And uh, this like is, I this said, is the Rams been, you expected. Like like I've said the whole time, the Rams' O line is gonna kill him. And uh, what's this? 18 for 33, six times six sacked, sacks and two 10, picks, 10 QB hits. Yeah, on Matthew Stafford is 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 gonna be their downfall. Yeah, I mean obviously this was my upset alert. It was there though, to be honest. Though. Yeah, it's it still was a three point game. It wasn't like because the defense is there. Aaron Donald's the Aaron defense Donald. is still there. Aaron Donald's killing it. Stafford's still good, but I'm just saying, is Stafford gonna be upright? That's my question mark. My question mark was it on Stafford's ability? Yeah, at all and. Uh, Puka done it again. It wasn't as obviously dominant, but like he still had another game where he has seventy plus yards. Two to Atwell, another touchdown. So we'll see what happens when Cooper Cup comes back. We could probably see this these guys going on a potential run. But at the same time, you gotta keep your pocket passer upright. Yeah. All right, and the last thing to react to, Mike Williams tore his ACL in that game against Minnesota, yeah, so which was the big concern. But again, I still think they're fine in that offense. Yeah. Uh, they could make it's, a trade. Who it's knows? Time, no, it's time for... This is why they drafted Quentin Johnson, because you know they know their wide receivers get injured yeah. a lot, especially Mike Williams. Keenan having a great year. Keenan Allen is killing it. Um, I think he has the same amount of passing touchdowns as Ryan Tannehill. And, uh, <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that's what that's, that's, Sorry, that took a second. I was <laughs> like, oh, okay, yeah. Mike, wait, you're not talking about Mike White has a similar one, too. I think Mike White has yeah. seen one of the passing touchdowns um, as Tannehill as well. Last thing I want to talk about, Philly, I just missed it. Jalen Carter. He's how much are you looking at Chicago in hindsight? Now, granted, the reason why he fell in the draft was because of the legal issues after Georgia won it all and the, the championship and the, yeah, yeah, the yeah. tragedy that happened afterwards. But 
He was arguably number one overall pick. Arguably. I'm not saying... Yeah. Talent-wise, it was him or Will Anderson for the most of the year before the QBs kind of stepped up. Yeah, yeah. And uh, he was supposed to be the first defensive guy, arguably, off the board. Now, if in hindsight, I'm not going to judge anything because Devon Witherspoon hasn't played yet. Indy needed a QB. Carolina needed a QB. But I'm looking at... And in Houston, Will Anderson's still fine. And then he just needed CJ Stroud as well. If you look at Chicago... They yes they need tackles don't get me wrong but they traded down twice, twice. Yeah. Now I get it. The first one's the first overall pick. You go to Hall for it. Don't get me wrong. Yeah, but the second sense. one, would you rather be getting Jalen Carter right now? In hindsight, yeah. and this is early overreaction of and, this draft. And class. Chicago drafted a old I need. I think it was. Yeah. What was it? Darnell right? Yeah. Right. That's the name. Uh yeah, something like that. But no, the one thing I did hear is that. Maybe it was best for Jalen Carter to go to Philly, which is something where is a where it is already a winning culture and already established um, culture, so that you don't have to like help create it, and you're also like led by a lot of vets like Darius Slay, James Bradbury, Fletcher Cox, right? Fletcher Cox is still there, I'm assuming. Yeah, yeah, and then guys like that, right? Hassan Reddick is still there. Yeah, Hassan Reddick. So the guys like well. that, they could still mentor him properly. Where Chicago would have been a shit show for him, probably. Yeah, he's he'll be the only guy. Yeah, Darnell Wright was a guy. Yeah. And, uh... Yeah, in hindsight, though, like, let's see what let's, Devon Witherspoon's like. like it's yeah. between him, right now, it's between Jalen Carter and Christian Gonzalez for D-Roy favorites, and it's probably... Uh, it's probably Christian, it's Jalen Carter, arguably, it's pro- it's just because of the impact yeah. of winning. I still Jaylen value Carter. that. I understand they're rookies, but I still value that. No, no, that. but, like, he, he's killing it. Yeah. He's absolutely killing Is it. Is O'Roy CJ? Because... Right, yeah. Just injuries? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> right now. It's or, honestly, he's killing it. And you he's, got Puka, obviously. And Puka. CJ and Puka... And then uh, hopefully Richardson can stay healthy. And if he's on the same pace, it, it could be between those three right now. Uh, but I don't know if I'm missing anyone else. No, you're good. No, no. Yes, but yeah, CJ is having an f- insane year. All right. Yeah, no picks, but yeah. No picks, and he's throwing like 300 yards. <laughs> All right, let's go on to Thursday Night Football. Beat the Jags as well, yeah. Because are we, are we concluding Thursday Night Football in our week four preview? No, right? Like the, the things we do every week? Like yeah, so we, we do that first. So oh, do we include Thursday Night Football in that? Yeah, that's at the end. Okay. Uh, So we start off with the... Uh, oh, we got to do a re- or recap. Sorry. Or recap. week three recap. Disappointing team. Yeah, that's that. what I was going to say. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. I got this. Let me cut. No, no. I was, I was thinking <laughs> we were going week four yeah. preview. But yeah. um, Yeah, biggest disappointment. Okay, All the right. obvious one obvious is one. Denver. We're it's not, not going to It's not even it. a disappointment. Watch it's, Sunday's pod what we thought. It's not even a disappointment. They're beyond a disappointment. Yeah. Right? Um, so who's your outside of Denver's most obvious one? There's, I think there's two uh, correct answers. There's two correct. So answers. you pick one, I'll pick the other. Uh, Cowboys, how the hell do you lose the Cardinals? You were the lock of my week. Like I said in the beginning, you were my pick lock, basically. <laughs> like I said at the beginning of the pod, the guy, whoever you are, I'm calling you out. Let me open my TikTok here. Uh, but continue on until. Yeah, I mean, I have no idea what happened, uh, and actually, because offensively, the Dak made a mistake at the end. Right, and you can't make that mistake at the crucial, in a crucial, crucial time. I'll explain why I'm laughing. And then, uh, <laughs> is it like your friend or something? No, no. Uh, but yeah, uh, it's Dak a family ca- member. Yeah, that yeah. that can't make that crucial pick at the end, and also they didn't finish their drives, right? They never yeah. got in the end zone. Like Tony Pollard getting 120 yards, they got yards on offense, right? But they never finished their drives, and that's what ultimately cost them. Yeah. Okay. So this guy HMT, I'm calling you out. 
on yours and then the day after i put mine right so wednesday i put mine tuesday you put, i put yours yeah. uploaded on tiktok guys said cowboys over bills for sure and obviously everybody i think has that score i think espn whoever did it had it because like you said the cardinals i don't give a shit you lose the cardinals yeah, you, you lose the cardinals you can't be you can't <laughs> look be at the comment or fa- like a relative of ours shout out to you um brainwashed cowgirls fan iq <laughs> <laughs> that's why they're laughing what that was a comment oh yeah on yours brainwashed cowgirls fan IQ <laughs> that's why I was what? laughing oh that was a that was a that was a response yeah yeah so HMT HMT said cowboys over bills and then uh, our our boy responded yeah <laughs> with that okay, with that yeah. on yours and then on mine he went a little bit more lenient he's like a team that loses to a team that's supposed to be 0-17 Let's get them put up 20 plus and the win disgrace of a team. It's a good list without the Cowboys. So shout out to you. Yeah. Um, you're probably watching. I think you usually watch. Let's see if you do. Yeah. Um, Let's see if you do today, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, no, that's why I was laughing. But no, you finished? Yeah. Jacksonville. Uh, Jacksonville as well. Um, Listen, week one performance against the Colts was meh. It was just Calvin Ridley went off. Trevor Lawrence did his thing. But week ever, two, ever I expected then, yeah. better. And then this is strictly week three. Because you lost to Houston, who's supposed to be... Well, in your eyes, was the worst team in the division. In my eyes, was one of the worst teams. I think I had Indy blow them. But I st- even that, to the point, I thought you guys were comfortable. Going to be like a 10, 7, 11, eight, uh, um, 6 team. Okay. Right? We we hyped up the Jaguars enough. We were like, okay, you, you should probably go 6 north. He was getting... It's not even we hyped up. Yeah, no. They were hyped but, up. Yeah, they were hyped up itself. But I'm saying, let's be real. They were supposed to go 6 north. In the division. But 37 points dropped on you and 17 scored. Trevor Lawrence, I don't know what you're doing. I'm a huge fan of you. I hope you turn this around as a player. Well, I think it's not even Trevor Lawrence. It's just the offense in general. Yeah. Right? Um, Ridley hasn't been the same. Christian Kirk has not been the same as last year. And they honestly, they barely got by Indy. Right? Uh, yeah. It just came ultimately, I think, a Travis, uh, Anthony Richardson interception. And a whoa, a guy made a mistake in his first ever game. Yeah. That's what that's what it took to beat Indy. And listen, Steichen's cooking now. Steichen was not cooking then. And Steichen, yeah, that wasn't Steichen's that wasn't a great game by Steichen either. Yeah. A rookie head coach as well. Yeah. But But yeah, disappointing because uh There have been the the last couple of weeks and uh there's genuine concern because, you know, Indy's leading the division. <laughs> yeah. And there's concern for Jaguars right now, but only concern only thing I have hope for is they figured it out last year, and they could probably do it again this year because last year they struggled the first half, first half of the season as well. Honorable mention: Minnesota Vikings, but that's it. <laughs> but that was just like disappointing. Uh, I mean, I could put Chargers. That's a disappointing win in a way. Honestly, <laughs> because they, the they just tried to lose, right? Yeah. But uh, anyways, the next one. Yeah, surprise. Um, stick with Houston. Uh, Houston makes sense. Obviously, another obvious one: Cardinals. Yeah, uh, outside of the Cardinals, is, but is those two. Houston? I'm going with Houston. Just uh, what just, I said. You just said it right now. See, just draw. Honestly, this one it. it's just a little bit off the board. Uh, the Packers come back. Yeah, I mean, that's right. Fair. Like against that Saints. 18 defense, points in a quarter is not hard. It, Sorry, it's hard. It's hard against that defense, especially. Yeah. And uh, the Saints defense, I don't know what happened, but I guess just that Derek Carr injury just affected that whole team. But I think you could have held out Jordan Love for like you know maybe seven. But not eighteen unanswered points. Yeah, um, Jameis Winston's a capable quarterback to win still. So I don't know what happened. Like we, I, thought, Alvin, I thought that game was over, so I stopped watching. Yeah, same. So and, uh, you get Alvin Kamara back, so you'll have a much more yeah. hope against the Bucks because uh, hopefully you can get your rushing attack going. 
uh, with him and uh, and uh, hopefully he does get going because I'm starting him this week. Yeah. So I need Let's the points. <laughs> <laughs> All right, moving on. Yeah, potential your favorite game of the week is gonna be. I'm gonna start off with the the Thursday nighter Lions Packers. We're making a prediction. No. Oh, that's, that's your game. game of the, oh, that's, that's your game. Oh no, let's no. Before you go into that, let's go to the obvious game of the week. Oh yeah, yeah obvious yeah, we'll game. Go of the with week. that one. We'll go with that because that one's obvious. That would have been yours. That would have been mine. We know yeah, that. Yeah, Bills. So Dolphins. that's why in a consensus, we're gonna do that as a Bills deal. Dolphins. This is the not best of the division. This is not even best of the conference. This is not even. This is best of the league probably type of game because the Bills win this game, the Dolphins will probably drop from a power ranking from one to four or something like that, depending on how the game goes. Yeah, that's true. And the uh, Bills will have the same record as the Dolphins at the end they're, of this. They're running the ball well. Yeah, they, they, uh, the Bills bounce back well, but at the same time, they bounce back against the Raiders and the Commanders. And no disrespect to the Commanders, you were 2-0, but you were 2-0 against the Broncos and the Cardinals. Yeah, so um, Miami, so high power. Jalen Waddle needs to be back. Miami beat better teams than Buffalo did. Yo, did you hear? I think I forgot who it was. I think it was Troy Aikman. He described how McDaniels using Tyreek Hill. You know how he described it? What? CFL. Actually, and that CFL type motion or something like that. The CFL motion? I think. that's what, that's. I heard something about the CFL. Like that's how they're using it. They were talking about it in Get Up this morning. ESPN's Get Up this morning as wow. well. So, uh, Mike McDaniels watching the CFL? I guess, yeah. <laughs> that's where Nathan Rowe came from. A lot of talent from the CFL, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> but, no, like, um, I just do believe Miami just faced a better competition and just been performing better than Buffalo still. And uh, we'll see what happens because there's some nice matchups there. Like, what, my player matchup, I'll just ruin it right now. Xavier Howard. It would it should have been Jalen Ramsey, but he's injured. Yeah, they're but doing this without him on the yeah, defense. Yeah, Xavier, ha- Xavier Howard versus uh, Stephon Diggs. That's your player's matchup? That's my okay. one of my player's matchup, obviously. And uh, we'll see what happens because... There were tough games last year. The playoff game was close without Tua yeah. as well. But at the end of the day, it comes down to Josh Allen and his turnovers. Okay. Yeah. Um, let's see. Because uh, McDaniel's a genius. He is. Um, he genuinely is. Tua's killing it as long as that Did old Did you hear line. the story of Mike McDaniel's story? About the Broncos? Ball boy? No, no, no. Like, just his story and just, like, dealing with alcohol. Oh, no, no, no. I think he got, like, um, he was, I think, in Houston. I don't know who was, the coach was. And, uh, yeah, he just had an alcohol addiction problem. And uh, I think he uh, lost his job there. Then, uh, And I think he went in with uh, Kyle Shanahan. Kyle Shanahan. And, like, weren't they Shanahan, McVeigh, and Lafleur? That was Washington? That was Washington, right? I yeah. think he was a part of that staff. But then it just felt like he felt like his opportunity wasn't going to Bro, how did Washington come. shit the bed with yeah. that staff? <laughs> it felt like his opportunity wasn't going to come because, you know, obviously those guys were ahead of him. And then ultimately, he just, you know, Followed battled Followed Shanahan to San Francisco. Yeah, because the one other thing is, like, because of his alcohol addiction, he yeah. kept on showing up late to, like, um, practice it, uh, to meetings in the mornings and stuff. So that's number, that was one of the main reasons why is he, he wakes up at 2.45 just to get to the office every day in the morning for Miami. And, yeah, eventually just fought his way back. And uh, now he's went under Shanahan with... Uh, San Francisco and now he's a head coach of the yeah. best team in football okay wait wait okay uh, no great story I'm not trying to yeah. over that how does Washington mess up with that coaching staff <laughs> not know. even Mike McDaniel but the other three <laughs> as well because I know yeah. that was the, I know that happened but yeah, yeah. yeah. anyways uh, your matchup go talk about Detroit and Green Bay then yeah Detroit Green Bay divisional matchup obviously Green Bay is looking for revenge from last year Detroit took them out of the playoffs even though Detroit weren't going to be in the playoffs themselves Green Bay has shut us up uh 
it's a division lead battle, right? Like yeah. the winner of this is gonna be leading the division after this week. Uh, they're both two and one. They both been playing some solid football. They both been, you know, had some bad moments as well. And they're both facing some injuries right now. I think uh, Bakhtiari is out. I think, uh, I think Christian Watson. And He's questionable. Aaron Jones are questionable, yeah. but I think they're missing quite a bit on the O line. I think Elton Jackson, Elton Jenkins, and uh, Bakhtiari, and I think potentially Jair Alexander as well. Yeah. Whereas Lions are missing a couple pieces on their O line as well. I think Taylor Decker, one of their tackles, is solid. But I think it should be a good matchup. Jordan Love proving us wrong because we put Green Bay dead last. Well, not that last, but like last in a division. And we'll see what happens because there should be a good matchup here. Right? Yeah, maybe those experts are right. They could win the division. So. Yeah. And they could be in the Let, lead. Yo, they week. go from Star to Favre to Rodgers and now potentially Jordan Love. They Talk have about QB success. Yeah. All those they, decades. They, and then, then the same division, you look at um, Chicago. Yeah, look at Chicago. <laughs> Can't figure out a quarterback. Somehow made the Super Bowl with that defense and obviously the 85 or eight, whatever it was, the 85 Bears, 84 Bears. Yeah. But defense, it's a strong suit, but then the offense, crazy. Um, My matchup is, uh, I think you you probably considered it, Baltimore-Cleveland. Divisional matchup, same, literally what you said, except this flip side for you. Obviously, I have Baltimore winning the division. Cleveland has that elite defense. Deshaun Watson had himself his first good game that looked like um, Deshaun, Deshaun from Watson Houston. Deshaun Watson is Baltimore healthy though? That's the biggest question mark here. And uh yeah, otherwise Miles Garrett, early contender for Depoy as well. Yeah. Um obviously I haven't paid him much. That defense is killing yeah. it right now. So obviously Michael Parsons spell might be the favorite, but maybe not again after that Arizona game. But <laughs> Miles Garrett has definitely no been No Cowboy should there. be a favorite after that Arizona game. Yeah. Miles Garrett, maybe Trayvon Diggs. Just because yeah, that, that, that was the game he missed and they got their ass kicked. Yeah, yeah. yeah, no, I think everything you said, divisional matchup, toughest division in football probably. Yeah. And uh, yeah, I think it's uh, Baltimore-Cleveland is my game of the week. Yeah, the only issue is like Baltimore struggled against the indie defense. This Cleveland defense is better and more complete. Hey, if Kyle Hamilton's there, let's go. He's questionable. <laughs> but yeah. He's questionable. Um, yeah, that's, that's my game of the week. And, uh, uh, you already said your matchup, right? Their matchup, obviously, my other one is probably the one you're going to see right now. Yeah. But what did, what did you say again? Diggs. Uh, Diggs versus Damian Howard in yeah. the big matchup. I'm going to go big man. Like you said, you alluded to it. It's uh, Quentin Nelson having a resurgent year, shutting people up, that's saying that he shouldn't deserve that contract, uh, versus uh, Aaron Donald. And uh, listen, Aaron Donald's still wreaking havoc. If it wasn't for their team's record, he probably would have been back in deep point conversations in general. Um, let's see. Uh, O-line, new coach is doing well. Um, Steichen has plays that are being called. We don't even know if... Uh, Rams will put him on his side or just put him on Will yeah, Flies. They and might just Smith. put him on the end or they might just yeah. put him on. Um, and then D tackle, who knows what happens. But Aaron Donald can line up anywhere and still do something. Yeah. So I hope to see some of those like one on one matchups against Quentin yeah, Nelson. So that's mine. Big man balling, shout out Marcus Spears. Yeah. Shout out Big man balling. And Jeff Saturday. But <laughs> upset alert. Go. The Minnesota Vikings are playing the Carolina Panthers. That was one of mine, but and I'm I didn't going go with the, I'm going with the Minnesota Vikings. <laughs> I Wait, just feel like they'll find a way to mess it up, like how they have been doing it all season so far. Do we know the status of Bryce Young yet? I don't know. Okay, because I mean, Andy Dalton's a capable backup. Yeah, do what literally what Garner mentioned. Yeah, yeah, so that's true. Uh, I'm going with 
Because, like, at the end of the day, Broncos, Bears, is not, who doesn't matter, Bro, right? I put that as my game of the week, saying they're both so equally shit, they might <laughs> actually produce something good. Uh, <laughs> I'm going with uh, Atlanta, Jacksonville, in London. So, Atlanta upset? Atlanta with the upset. Yeah. Um, Ridley's old team. Yeah, Ridley might look for revenge. It's London, who might get Jacksonville as a team, somehow. Apparently, Kyle Pitts does good in London. Well, well, he was there for he's... one year, wasn't he? Huh? Oh, this is his third year in the NFL? This is year three now, right? Is this yeah, because Drake London was last year, so this yeah. is year. No, this is no. year two. It's year two. Drake, no. No, is he, is he it's year three because Drake London. He was in the Lawrence draft. Yeah. 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 It's year three it's because year three. Drake London went. This is Drake London's second year. This is Drake London's second year. Uh, yeah. So for me, it's that one. Uh, uh, everything else seems like on par. Like Seahawks Giants seem like on hey, par. Uh, my second one, which I. Could be a little bit depending on because they Washington? always they always find a way. Is it Washington Philly? No, no, no. Okay. they always find a way to charge it up. Oh, they always do. Raiders. Yeah, Chargers. Versus I think Raiders. I I considered Washington Philly just because Philly's struggling a little bit. Yeah, and uh, Washington. But then Philly's defense is. I, I still trust the defense. Philly's defense is but too yeah. good. But yeah, my upset of the week. I'm going with. Uh, I don't even know if I made that pick though, <laughs> but Falcons. Falcons are. I think I could see an upset there. I might have. I still might have picked Jacksonville, but I, I won't be surprised if that's an upset. Yeah, so is that NFL? That's oh no, no, the Thursday night pick. Yeah, um, I think I went with the Lions. I picked the Lions. Let me double check sure. what I picked. Hold on. I'll just I'll try to use my what I picked in the fa- or family yeah. pickums. I think uh yeah same. You want the Lions as well? Yeah, I just yeah, feel yeah. like they're more healthier and they've been. I did pick Jacksonville even though that's my upset. Okay, based on this, my upset's technically Miami, but I don't consider that a yeah yeah. yeah. Um, same thing with Baltimore. But those 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 don't count. Yeah. But yeah, ultimately we picked the Lions. We I just feel like they're more healthier right now, and uh, we'll see what happens. I don't know if they're the home. The Giants are favorites based on Yahoo. Is uh is the line are the Lions home? No. So the, it's in Lambo. It's in Lambo. But yeah, um, I just think Lions are healthier right now, and I think those Bakhtiari, Jair Alexander, and Elton Jenkins absence absences are gonna be key. Um, yeah. So I I want Lions too. Let's see. Yeah. Um, last thing, quick fire. Just want to mention this out. Baseball. We're not gonna talk about the playoffs. We'll leave that to yeah. Sunday. Blue Jays. Do not choke this. Please do not choke this. Um, Acuna, forty seventy club, That's forty home runs. Man's creating his own club. Um, seventy steal stolen steal, uh, bases. Seventy stolen bases, and this is um uh, he did in the tenth inning, by the way. Um, it's only um uh, only member of the forty seventy, but first time doing seventy since oh nine. Yeah, that's wild. Mistaken. That's insane. Yeah, and yeah. This is what um, a health. This we'll is do our awards stuff yeah, on um, this, or Monday's pod. Yeah, but this is what a healthy Cunha is, right? Yeah. He's absolutely MVP killer. for sure. Yeah, and yeah, and this, yeah. I think Philly's clinched as well. So shout out to them as well. Yeah, Philly's clinched, which was expected. Yeah, and yeah. So that's NFL and stuff. Before we end off, we'll just give a shout out to the family because uh, they wanted a little volleyball thing. <laughs> Oh, you want to do that? Yeah. Okay. We're, okay so we're in a soccer team. Together, yeah, we have a soccer but team. But we're also in a volleyball team together. Yes. Right? And this is with our family. We always brag about our family volleyball that we always go to. Yes. And have fun time. We decided to put it on the test. But we, yeah, we decided to put it on the test and put in a, put in a league. Yeah. And uh, this first team that we face, we're, we're a solid team, a proper volleyball team. And uh, yeah, we lost. <laughs> so no, let's put it in context. There's two sets. What set? Consists of two games. Yeah. The first set, we lost both games. First one, I think... So, it's, it's two games with two sets. Yeah. Yeah. Um. So, two games per set. 
and two sets. There's two sets and two games per set, so we four games total. So it's four games total, yeah. Yeah, so the first set of two games, I'm we getting, lost I'm both. Confused on vocabulary here. We, yeah. we um we lost both of them. We lost both of them. Second one was much closer. I think we lost probably like five or something. By five, but the first first one game we kind of yeah yeah we were less. I think we lost by like nine though. Yeah, ultimately yeah. Yeah. Second set we split, so we did win the second game. They won the first game, but they won the first game by. Uh, more than we won the second game yeah, by more won, like, so by again. point differential in the second set we ended up losing both sets Yeah, but so we did lose both sets but we were three we did win a game we're, we're trying to prove that like you know we are the best family volleyball team there is yeah right so uh, we'll meet these guys again in the finals we'll, we'll hopefully beat these guys again in the finals shout out to the family who showed up that day Everyone, everyone played pretty solid. Yeah, uh, to we're probably gonna have to put well. this in the beginning if whoever clicks on this video, yeah. so they'll know that we talked about this. Yeah, <laughs> but, but yeah, you know, good games, good competition. Good um, I'm getting freaking burns here. My legs yeah, are all my burnt. Yeah, my is done. Yo, it's in the gym. <laughs> my legs. Also, burnt. we're at a disadvantage. We play outside. Yeah, right. So we're we not, we're not used to the inside environment. Yeah, the roof, the mosquitoes, and the the heat. Yeah, right? the That's roof hitting. The roof, so. the ceiling. Yeah, but yeah. Um, next Tuesday, we'll see how that goes. Looking for some revenge. Yeah. But, um, yeah, I know. We, we, are, we still are the best family volleyball team because I don't think the other team was a family. Like, full family, yeah. 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 And, um, uh, yeah, yeah, shout out to everyone who showed up. That and being said, uh, let's call it there. Let's see. Um, no comments again, so I can't even shout out any comments. So, yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, we're not going to do any comments until we start getting more comments. But, I guess. Yeah. Um, that being said, though, make sure, make sure, please check out the Peter Galindo podcast. Genuine guy, sick podcast. Stud, bro. Yeah, knowledge knows everything. I'm sitting there like he's mentioning CPL stuff, and I'm like, I don't know any of these guys. We're like, thank you, thank you for explaining to us at the same time. Yeah, as well. um, learned a lot. You guys will learn a lot, especially about Canada soccer if you're a Canadian and a soccer fan. And um, yeah, so check that podcast. It's out audio platforms and on YouTube. Uh, we'll drop some clips as well. So make sure you guys follow our Instagram or TikTok, YouTube Shorts, subscribe, help us get to 200 subscribers. Audio, give us five star rating. Um, that being said, very heavy NBA base today. Look out for some NHL content coming shortly. Um, we're gonna try to educate ourselves very quickly on that yeah, because yeah. that's like we're both NBA, NFL heavy. I would say. Yeah, compared to as NHL, a league wise, yeah, yeah. compared to NHL, NHL, we all we NHL know the is straight Canucks for us. Yeah. Um, you might know a little bit more than me in the league wise but yeah uh, so look out for some NHL content and then NBA content as, as well. well yeah so yeah we're getting into busy, busy time playoffs start the next time the playoffs MLB playoffs will be um, next set episode. the next episode yeah, so we'll be previewing right. the playoffs and doing a regular season awards very quickly um, with that being said though we appreciate everybody for watching and uh, we'll and catch you guys. And or listening. And or listening, yep. And we'll catch you guys on the next one. Peace. Peace.